Great form by you hitting play on this podcast. Now, check out Same Racer, the brand new racing app for Same Race multi-tips. Same Racer. Download from the App Store and Google Play. Powered by Bluebet. Gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. Live around Australia on SEN Track. Welcome to Sale Sundays. Sale Sundays. Gray's Bistro Takeaway. Pick up or free delivery in sale. Order online from 5pm daily. Good evening, punters. Welcome to Sale Sundays. Uh, as Fitzmagic catches up with... Uh, Mitch, I don't know why uh, Fitzmagic's still on the line there on the uh, on the teams. He just doesn't want to go away. Uh, by the way, Twilight Greyhound Racing and Playtime Trackside. Comfortable sports lounge. Fun crowd. The whole lot. Sale Sundays. And unbelievably, Peacock, you have gotten in just in time, found the right seat, put the right cans on. This is this is world first stuff. We're breaking records here on Sale Sundays. Oh, come on. I'm always here on time. I mean, I, I, I mean, I, I, I take it to the last thirty seconds, and now you've you've uh, you've gone above and beyond me. You know what's weird tonight? We don't have a race for about forty minutes, so we get, we got, we've got a lot to talk about. Are you, are you ready to? Do you want to talk it out? Do you want to hug it out, Peacock? Yeah, ready to go. And we do have on track. Poppy's with us now. He was hoping that he wouldn't be with us, but you are, aren't yeah. you, Poppy? Well, I am. Uh, look, I would have rather been away for the weekend as we planned. We're going to go down Queenscliff for my grandson's first birthday, but. Couldn't get the daughter out of South Australia with her boyfriend. Um, and in actual fact, we sort of manoeuvred our way that we caught up in Terrelgan. So we travelled region to region. That, that is my son and his wife and daughter came down to Terrelgan. They uh, booked a lunch for 12. So we had 60 minutes to spend together before we had to to move on. But um, look, they were very good. The people at Little Prince in Terrelgan were very good to us. And we had a good day. And importantly, little Charlie had a great day as well. It was a good day. It was uh, the, 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 the only good part of the day, to be honest. Yeah, how, you bo- how, how you boys going with it all? It's it's getting pretty frustrating. I uh, yeah, I, it's it's weird. It's I, mean, I, I can feel the vibe, um, the the vibe out there, and I don't think um, with it, without getting too political, I don't think one gentleman's really vibing it out too well at the moment. He's not reading the room. I don't think um, uh, this certain individual because yeah, I probably the only time I I, I've, I sort of blew up a little bit was the curfew. Um, yeah. I kind of thought to myself. Um, Oh, it just felt a little bit like a footy coach coming to you when you've tried your guts out and, uh, you know, you, you, you're you bloodied and you're bruised and you've thrown yourself into every contest and then he says you're not, do, you know, you're not doing well enough. And, and, and basically that's not true for, I think, 95% plus of the state. So yeah. um, to sort of treat you, treat you like kids after that and say, oh, you know, now you can't, let, you can't go from 9 to 5. And you, I only wake up at 9 o'clock. Like I only wake up at 9 yeah. p.m. That's when I'm that's, yeah. that's when I'm doing my best work, and then you walk out and you can't even go across and and get yourself a a late night snack. It's I, that's the bit I didn't like, Poppy. To be honest, I, I know a lot of other people are struggling in, in a lot of different ways, but that's that that that, that got me. Yeah, the, the yeah. playground, the playground in kids one that really got me. Like I thought, like these families are doing it tough. Like some families at home are doing it real tough with kids. And yeah. you want to, because supposedly one case, you're going to ban kids from going to the playground. That's all some kids have got at the moment. Homeschooling, they look forward to going down the park and maybe having a swing on the swings or, you know, ride their bike around. Yeah. And, and, like, yeah, I, I listened to that press conference yesterday. I thought, yeah, I, I'm not a fan of him anyway. But No, you, I'm you, not you a guys, huge fan. You guys know that, but, like, he, go, like, he tries to do the, oh, yeah, I've got a family too. And, but it's, I think now, people I can't think, relate to that. I think now probably just... To, yeah, that's the analogy I create. It's like the coach, and I think talking down to a group of people that have absolutely busted their gut, busted their gut, and given their all probably isn't the way to go. 
No, no, look, pretty frustrating. Look, we haven't been in the lockdown that you guys have been uh, most recently, but we spent, you know, most of last year in the same boat. But I think this one is, yeah, it, it's, we're starting, it's starting to become a bit tedious and a bit draining. Um, and, and to be honest, just the timing just didn't, from a hospitality perspective, for instance, we had 120 booked for lunch. Uh, you're stocked up for the weekend, and to give you a two, two hours notice, uh, it, it shows very little in, uh, empathy for our industry, at least. I mean, I'm not sure whether there would have been a difference if we locked down at one o'clock or three o'clock. Well, I, well, well, I will say this. I reckon, um, I reckon the, the boost in numbers over the weekend was a little bit of people saying, nah. No, well, he was trying to do it to stop people, stop people moving on the weekend, yeah. and I think they just said, you know, "No thanks, that'll do me." Now, now were there some people? Were there some people being idiots? You see, there's of protesters, there right? You see, there's protesters that go on. Yeah, but people have had enough, mate. People, people can't buy it anymore. Like, I'm and, vibing and, it. The last, the last two have affected people more than more have. than more than the original and, one. You know, I'll. I've never ever I've never ever been one that's been struck mental like by mental health, but I know mates that have been impacted big time, and I reckon a, a lot of the leaders were lost last oh, in the interview with um, what's his name, the bloke's second fiddle, um, Brett. Yeah, that's him. Sato, uh, the, the Joe, Joe, when, the chief, chief health the, officer, when, yeah, Joe, Joe Boyd. Yeah. When one of the news reporters, interview with interviewers, said, mm. "What's?" your thoughts on mental health mm-hmm. and the amount of under 18 year old w- women that have been hospitalized because of suicides mm-hmm. and he just walked off stage and said sorry i've got somewhere else to be and yeah. it's like yeah people, well, I mean, people are struggling people are struggling at the moment and you walk away from a question like that we've it's spoken like, about it a lot and you know what there's a like I, I say with mental health there's a broad spectrum uh poppy for instance like uh even last night so i went out to kilmore to do uh, a broadcast uh, it went really well. We had some new features, and there were record numbers. And you, I, I know this seems like a little thing, but you you just want to be able to go out and celebrate. And you, you miss I miss that a lot. And I know people will say, you know, there's plenty of worse things. And I agree, there are. But for me personally, just, you know, you, you can't celebrate anything. No, you can't. And, you know, look, and there's a lot of, lot of different analogies, you know, for those protesters that were protesting. I, I, I don't know where I sit with it. I, I figure that if you if you are so passionate about uh, being in a lockdown situation, then you can't you can't reasonably claim the benefits that the government's uh, giving, and then at the same time want to protest the lockdown. I think if you're passionate and you're prepared to give up the benefits that come with the government that you're protesting against, then I, I'd treat you a lot more seriously. But if, for instance, you're out there saying I don't want to be locked down, but can you keep on putting ba- money in my bank every week? That that becomes difficult yeah, for yeah. me to accept. Well, there, there are there, there are going to be so many. Uh, so uh, uh, Tomo's put up there. Uh, his analogy is the way the Carlton board are treating David Teague like that as well. So that's uh, that's not bad for you, Tomo. Yeah. Uh, best contribution. Um, uh, but there's going to be so many ethical dilemmas. We know that in, in, in the future, when we get up to somewhere near 70% of, uh, of the population vaccinated, and will we even get there? Because we, we really don't know the numbers of um, people with vaccine hesitancy the way you do, Peacock. So yeah. if that number's really large, will we ever get to this magical 70% yeah. mark? And, and if we don't, um, when do they start getting even more authoritarian and saying, well, you can't do this and you can't do that? Can't Will do they let that, it happen yeah. organically or do they have to step in? And once they do, oh, you know, you, you just look at um, – and I don't, I don't want to get uh, land of the free and home of the brave about this, but the way people have fought for freedom in, in wars and all the rest of it, and you're basically – you're going down a very slippery slope at that point. Yeah, you are. Look, and I guess, look, at the end of the day, 
what are the government getting out of this? What's the bonus? What's the plus? What's the positive the government get out of putting these regulations on us? Well, I, I, I tell you what, I, I, I don't think there's anything, is I, there? So I, it's not in their benefit. I did make the I did make the analogy with the Vietnam War, but even you know more <laughs> more, more recently, uh, the situation in Afghanistan, right? So mm-hmm. we went over there 20 years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, we, you know, the Americans went over there and, and got everyone else to go there purely because just to retaliate for what happened on. 9/11, and they could never ever, they could never ever win that. But they just stuck at it because, you know, you follow the you follow the course or whatever uh, George W. Bush used to say, or, and all the rest. And I I feel like there's a lot of that about this poppy where we we've sort of made our bed, and now and now everyone's just saying, well, we've just got to keep going down this path because if we opened it up now, then people would rightly say, well, why didn't you just you know, why don't we just treat this a little bit differently from the word go? So I, yeah. I think they're almost in that position. And we've all been there in life sometimes where you, you've started down the wrong path. You know you're on the wrong path, but you're so committed to her at that point, you don't turn back. Yeah, it's like when you tell a white lie and you really don't want to give it up. So you stick with it and you start to you back yourself in on the white lie. And, hey, listen, look, we don't know. This is actually a Greyhound show too, by the way. But And we will get to our winners. I know, we've, but, been, we've, uh, been, but, given, but, we've been given a... Uh, Absolute godful off the text. Don't worry. Uh, yeah, I, I thought the, we are. Sorry, boys. And, and no, but look, uh, look. I, I no, guess but it does that, affect you know, sale. That's the it, problem. Yeah, yeah. And the fact, well, today we've got racing participants only. And um, look, I guess all of us have been affected around the. Uh, and, and some people listening will sort of uh, sort of relate to what we're talking about, and some will. As you say, get on the text and say, hey, guys, is this yeah. a Greyhound show or not? No, oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> to, 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 to be fair, we're not, we, we're copping a gobful from one from Steve. Steve's absolutely given it to I don't us. know how old yeah. Steve is or how much travelling he's done, but, you know, there's a government saves lives. You open up and let people die. I, 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 we're not going to go on about this any longer, but it's not that black It's not that black and well, white. The, the, thing, the reason why we're talking about it is the fact that Sale tonight had to cancel all their dinners it's, it's and a, their lunches. And it's not just Sale. And, no, it's, it's not just because, Sale. Because right now, right now uh, Greyhound, Greyhound Racing's got their inaugural Phoenix coming up at the end of the year. Mm-hmm. Uh, Harness Racing's got the Inter-Dominion at the end of the year. I dare say, at this point, because you can't this can't finish five seconds before we come out. Um, uh, you know, basically, if if we're not coming out, there's not a plan to say this is going to be right. Well, you can't plan. You can't plan for December. You can't plan for January. You can't plan for summer. That, I mean, it, it will get to that point, honestly. And and at that point, it just makes life harder and harder and harder, doesn't it? But well, we're, we're, we're doing our best to try and yeah. broadcast well, well, the sport. Yeah. Well, we've got we've got. Well, I had to cancel flights, two flights yesterday. I had to cancel an Airbnb yesterday. I've got flights booked to Queensland in September. Flights to Sydney in October. Now Sydney's obviously off the radar. So now we're madly worrying about where we go after. Not that it's a huge worry, but this is just one story from millions and millions around the state that are sort of taking these small steps with trepidation not knowing what's around the corner and you're right it's hard to plan for anything absolutely anything I think the only good thing that the, the thing that can make us feel better uh, that, that I will defend Steve on is a couple of winners always has you on the up yeah there's no That's doubt about it. that so we'll try and do that and even Tomo's pulling rank out change topics boys chat about the upcoming car yeah. itself yeah, get so off I just said no, no, we can. We've got racing at New South Wales and this, that, and the other. I'm happy to give tips there. It doesn't. Yeah, yeah. Well, wherever you get them tonight, let's get them. It doesn't, um, it doesn't bother me. I'm happy to tip them. I just don't want to cop absolute barrage off the text uh, like that. Yeah. No, look, yeah. I, uh, yeah. I'm, I'm happy to read this one out. Yep. See, you, Mitch, thought you were pretty good. Go and join the flogs and uh, put everyone into lockdown over it. Okay. Um, it's just I'm, I've got an opinion. You got an opinion, but uh, yeah. don't say. And it'd be and it'd be fair if you listen week in week out. It, it, it generally is 
pretty balanced. That's I, all right. I, I, it, it doesn't. I, it doesn't. It affects me as well. Don't worry. I got a missus that's trying to finish off her study at the moment and has been told she can't do if. Well, she can't but, do but, placement and can't do this. It's not. It's not I'm not saying it doesn't and, affect and, me. And, and, I'm uh, yeah. sitting here in a in a studio. Um, and I'm, I've still got a job. Yeah, I know there's a lot of people out there that don't and, and are doing it tough, but, you know, I'm still infected as well. Just quickly to the listeners uh, out there, um, you know, and uh, Ron's joined in as well, Jay Banger and Co. Lockdowns do it. I'm not saying, like, if, if, if we're giving the impression that we just think this, this has all been 100% wrong, I don't think it's been wrong. But uh, it, it, to some degree, I just worry now exactly how long it's going to, it's going to go on and all the rest of it. But, I, you know, and the problems on the other side. But I'm not saying lockdowns are, you know, you, you, there should have been no lockdown. And, and if people have lost family members, then they're, they're in a completely different position. Sale tonight, I didn't find the best virtually, I don't reckon, across the entire card. It was Is that a, right? It, it was a tough card. Um, can I just say, I think that the red at Grafton, it's been back from $2 into $1.75. Blue carrot. Um, pretty good run at Lismore last time round. But, yeah, no, sale card tonight. It, it was tough. There was... Where was the sale card on? Was a sale card on Friday? Yeah, yeah. Yep. And I tell you, I wish we had a couple of those races on tonight because Amiga Dodge had the pink and was an absolute certainty, Jabon. But um, yeah, no, it is a really tough card, and there's some maidens on. There's been a bit of money around for a couple. And uh, race three, Jason Thompson's got one called Anticipating. So I'm excited to see what it can do by Black Magic Opal. So. Yeah, it's going to be uh, it's going to be a great cut. I thought that there were a couple I found at value. I thought uh, later in that I thought variation was overs uh, in race yep. eight on the card. I thought the thylacine was overs. I that, thought it was the best value on the card. The does, uh, the Tassie Tiger. The security man win off the red this time instead of off the pink. Oh, no, I, oh, you were, you, were you happy to take the Doctor Archer six bucks again? Uh, no, I, I I actually don't. I thought I left Doctor Archer out, but that I is uh, a very hard. Race. I thought Mac Rooster was, you know, well, I did say that on, on the night that I thought Mac Rooster was overs, and I don't see why Mac Rooster can't win again. I don't think it's been beaten from the check, uh, and yeah, I, and Lavish Diamonds in the mix as well. It'll come across. So, no, Security Man gets beaten at a dollar seventy last week, and now turns up because of the red, and he's a dollar fifty-five, even though it's run fourth at it. What was that run like last week, boys? I can't remember. I know Mac Rooster went to the front. Security Man, did he find trouble from the? No, he didn't really. Box he didn't really. Not. He just missed the kick a little bit. He didn't find much trouble. Because um, I would have thought Mac Rooster really beat it on its merits, and yet it's it did. showing yeah. four sixty. It sort of it, it was its first look at sale. It it, it sort of did. it got into an awkward spot. There was a point just coming around the turn where it lost a bit of ground. It hit the line really well, but you can leave me out of a buck fifty-five. Oh, for sure. Leave me I'm, right. I'm just, I'm just saying for quaddy players out there, um, you're either going to be going one out with the one, or you're going to be going the field in that leg. It's, you're going to either hope it gets it, it salutes. I'll be doing something different. So I'll be I'll, I'll be taking option three. Thank you, uh, okay, host Peacock. Yeah, all right. I'm only playing a few in that leg because I'm playing the field in the first leg. So we're giving away the quaddies early. But the first leg I thought was an absolute migraine maker. Could not could not work it out. I've had centre. I think is the one to beat. But um, I was very very. I thought I thought even symbol for you, who's like twenty six dollars rank outsider, could win. So I'll be playing field in the first leg. And you know what that means? I'll be alive after one leg. Yeah. I'll definitely be alive. There's the quaddy. And I'll probably, the and I'll probably be um, I'll probably be going with you there. That's a it is a really hard race, that one. There's a couple of actually every dog's a chance. There's no dead set standout. And I reckon it is probably the way to go. Play the field, hopefully something that some decent odds gets up and maybe we'll go a bit thinner later on. And I, I thought, to be honest, I thought that race eight was almost as tough. Father Fibos, I see, I, isn't that West funny? West I thought race seven was. I thought race seven was a tough one. 
Yeah, see, I'm happy to take um, taking notes almost one out. Okay. Yep. Yeah. It went if, to it be- if, if it, it begins the, the way it has week. its last two, yep. it went probably to the front wins. Last week, not a lot of speed inside. It should just roll straight to the front. There's no other really speed. There's not. Uh, all right, let's go to our first break here. Everyone take a deep breath. Yeah, we're okay. Copping, we're copping Everyone up take. Pace. No, there, there's some people saying, well done, you know, great conversation. At the end of the day, all people do, when you come out and smash each other, yep. all you're doing is adding to the division. There's already way too much division. Exactly, there is. I love our listeners, and you're entitled to have a completely different opinion. I don't have a definitive opinion, okay? I'm, I think we're just discussing the issue, and I think it's okay. It's okay among friends, and we're all friends, to vent a little frustration. <laughs> if we can't do that then we really have lost it. Time to go to our first break here on Sale Sundays. When we come back, we're still a fair way away from the first race, but we'll be getting stuck into more of our best bets and maybe one of our early elements. Maybe maybe Mitch's quiz might be up early today. We'll find out very soon. Stick with us here on Sale Sundays on SEN Track. Live around Australia on SEN Track, you're listening to Sale Sundays. Sale Sundays, Grey's Bistro, open for takeaway at the Sale Greyhound Club. Welcome back to Sale Sundays, Twilight Greyhound Racing. When it's, when it's going, playtime trackside in a comfortable sports lounge. So looking forward to uh, trying to find some winners. And also, I should mention, the SEN Track World Cup coming up from tomorrow. Oh. Uh, are you involved? Yeah, I am. Yeah, Look me out. too. Oh, Look out. I'm $1.12. So let, let, let's outline this because I'm sure the li- most I, listeners know. Can I just get to narrow court here? Fitz has got one, four, five, and 13 in the last leg of his quaddy. Um... I believe he's still alive. I could be wrong. I'll tell you what, it'd be funny if we were talking about it and he was gone. Um, I, yeah, it's uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. I, I don't even 100% know, but it's basically going to be... Yeah, he's still alive. So uh, have the four listeners, to- Tomo, already won their way through? That'll happen this week? So this week we're going to get four listeners who will join in with 12 yep. SEN track experts yep. in all of the three codes. And you don't have to stick to your code. You can do whatever you want. But I think we're going to have to do a, a few different bet types. And we'll go head to head. If we're in the same pool, you and I, then uh, you and I will, will, will compete to try and get through the semifinals. Just like I the World Cup. Jules, I asked Jules how it works. Two $100 bets and then a $100 quaddy, I believe. Uh, and then you just get allocated a day. And here's all the details. Tomo's on fire tonight. Honestly, he's, he's just he's just a blaze. Yep, Fitz uh, the quaddy, the 5-1. Well done. Uh, to Fitz, Magic, download the Quaddy app. This is how you, you'll be part of the Epic SEN Track World Cup. Download the Quaddy app and log in so you can post a Quaddy. Upload your Quaddy for the day before 11 a.m. Only your first Quaddy counts. Uh, whoever lands the biggest Quaddy each day over the four days will be allocated into a group. Three $100 fun bets will be placed each day with one of them having to be a quaddy. Who's charged with a task? Does the quaddy app, Tomo, uh, work out whether you've won or not itself, or does somebody have to manually do that? No, I think it does it itself. Do- does it itself? Okay. I believe so. All right, so that helps it a little bit. But um, before 11 a.m., it's going to be tricky sometimes if you've got a night meeting you want to play in, just in case there's scratchings and all the rest. But I think it's going to be a lot of fun, and I pretty much rate myself a $1.12 chance going in. <laughs> I'll be honest. <laughs> I love the roughly. Conf- I love the confidence. I'll get well, out to a dollar twenty well, on the know, exchange. I, I had probably one of my worst days on Thursday, or worst <laughs> nights on Thursday night. Yeah. Um, probably because you weren't there. Um, but Fitz, I did see the, the end scores. Yeah, yeah. Fitz gave us a bit of a hiding, and um, yeah, I had a stinker. And Tag sent me a message and said, "You're getting beaten by an amateur." He said, "I'd probably ask to pull out of the World Cup." Oh. And and so then I walked in the door today. And he goes, geez, it sucks to be you boys. He goes, usually the, like, the support acts on at the start. 
he said, but we've just gone bang. So you guys have got big shoes to fill. I'm like, oh, you guys finally showed up, did you? Like, just stirring him up. And he's like, oh, I don't use that. You know, you know, you know what's amazing? You know, often these days with the, with the corporate bookmakers, somebody opens a market on a race, Greyhounds, Harness, Thoroughbreds, and it's a bit of a copy and paste job, so you get the same markets all the way through. Well, here, if you, me, and Fitz all had markets, we'd all have ourselves a dollar twelve favourites. So it'd be, no, it'd be, I'd be very I'd be different better, markets. I'd be a bit longer than that, I reckon. Fitz would have himself. Fitz would have himself one dollar oh four after today, and just hitting that quality. Then I reckon probably about a dollar oh one. And he's uh, but, um, he has been flying again after uh, after we know he had a little health scare there. So um, yeah, yeah. he's uh, he's back on deck, no yeah, doubt about it. We're going to kick home Willie Pike here at Kalgoorlie. Uh, he's on the seven wonder kind. Wunderkind. Yep. Yeah. Wunderkind! So for the listeners out there that may or may be uh, playing at Kalgoorlie. Hey, so boys, who are the 12 experts, inverted commas, from SEN track? Well, I think, um, do you want to uh, close it out by saying present company accepted when you're making uh, those kind of uh, yes. subtle barbs? Or? No, and, 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 do you want to go through and just give us a market on them? I what? mean, if you, oh, you, you're see, saying I don't a dollar. Yes. Do we know who they are? Type them up for us, Tomo. You, you, you would, you would say, so Brown Dog. Oh, there we go. Brown Dog's about uh, 12. What would, 12 bucks? 12 to 1. Okay. Uh, Scoop, 20s. Scoop's 20s, yeah. Uh, Claire Lindop. She's going to have some info, inside information. We'll, <laughs> we'll, we'll, keep, we'll keep Claire safe around the 750 Seven, mark. Yeah, 750, uh, Michelle Bishop. Don't know a lot about Michelle, to be honest, so we'll, <laughs> leave, we'll leave her around. We'll keep her safe around the $21 mark. Mm-hmm. If you think that I can hear you, Tomo, there, that's, you're, you're, you're badly mistaken. Tags, <laughs> tags would be 50s. He's got no hope. Uh, Michelle Bishop hosts the Sydney Racing uh, Stable Show. Um, oh, yeah, I reckon you've got to tumble her odds in immediately. With Andrew Bensley. Yeah, all, right. all right. Well, yeah, okay. She, 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 yeah, no, she, she, we'll firm. We'll, $9? Yeah, no, nah, 12 She's one from 20 to 9 to, to plunge. Oh, uh, okay. ta- tags 50s. Yep. Cam Luke. Can been, get in a hot streak. He's been in some form, but has he done his best work already? Let's go oh, I'm eight fifty. Oh yeah. Yeah. We'll go, Paddy. I was thinking. I was thinking maybe around the six fifty mark for Cammy Luke. All right. Yeah. We'll, we'll wind him in a bit. Paddy Garshagan hundreds. Fitz Magic. Fitz Magic goes well, but I just wonder whether he's the pressure might get to him. We'll have him around the three dollar mark. Fitz at three dollars. Yep. Jay Bon around. I'd say four. Four, you reckon? Uh, Mitch Abaya, oh, Mitch Abaya. He can get in a hot streak as well. We'll have Mitch around around the $7 mark, I reckon. Brian Fletcher, uh, jo- Brian Fletcher, uh, 34, and Chris, Nels- Chris Nelson. Whoa. Chris Nelson's a jet. He is. I'll mark him favourite at 280. I've probably made 190% market there just quietly, but Chris Nelson is favourite. Uh, right. well, why don't we see how those, in, in seven days' time, let's see how those odds have changed. Oh, I've got all. them all written down here. Okay. You know what? We, we should nearly post these, or somebody should post a market going into the World Cup. Um, I reckon Chris Nelson would be the one to beat. I wor- I've worked with him. And on then m- the listeners can jump on board yeah. I've worked- and, and say who they'd be backing. He's a Queensland racing man, and I've worked with him on multiple stations, and he is a jet. His best value is right on the money. So, um, But I, I do think I'll be very hard to beat. We, we, we've got a big tactical advantage, to be honest, Peacock, because they're all, they're all going to be playing in the thoroughbreds, which I reckon is... A mugs game. I've, got, I've, I've tried to win on the thoroughbreds for thirty years, and I haven't been able to strike a blow. Um, so good, good luck to them. We're, we're, we can play in our our spaces. Well, the dogs. I reckon it, if they give me a good day, I could be laughing because I think you're going to be in, in, in world, like Poppy. I reckon Peacock's one that might win like twelve nil in soccer parlance, and then and then get beaten five five two in the next game. <laughs> 
Well, you know, why don't why don't we seriously? I think we've got seven races during the course of this show. First race, five forty-two. Why don't we get you guys to warm up tonight? Yeah. Oh yeah, I like it. And, 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 why don't you warm up tonight just to go head to head for a bit of? It's almost like a trial before you you actually hit the track. Let's I'm go head to head for right. the seven races. I'm happy to do it at half seconds, me because I reckon I've parked outside Peacock on the show for, since we started, and he'll probably smash no, me tonight you're on, now. You're on fire. Um, so we'll, uh, but I, this will be fun. So how, how how should we go about it? You reckon, Bobby? Well, I'm going to have to follow your lead. Make it as similar as possible to what or is okay. yours? Quaddy driven or? It's going to be. Yeah, a, so two, I reckon it's going to be a best bet. Two one hundred dollar best bets. Yes. And yes. a, a hundred dollar quaddy. All right, so why don't we do that tonight? Two $100 best bets for you boys and yep. $100 quaddy. All right. Um, as a bit of a warm-up. So so straight after the next break, before the first, mm-hmm. we will do this. Two $100 best bets and what is it? $100 quaddy. $100 quad. All right. And, bo- and boys, I've just been given a text. This is interesting. Mm-hmm. From a guy that knows. Mm-hmm. He said, Poppy, just listening to your show talking about lockdowns, uh, he will say, I'm 100% sure the lockdown will be extended from September the 2nd following a, another week because Father's Day comes the first weekend after the current lockdown ends and the last thing he wants is people travelling to families' houses so he, he feels as though the next lockdown is going to be announced to October the 2nd. Yeah, I, I've heard similar information. Have you but heard similar? Yeah. yeah. Okay. And yeah. I, I, now, wouldn't, that, wouldn't that be a disaster? Well, the scary one the, the other day and I, I don't mean to go back and you know, touch on it because we've copped an absolute. I've copped an absolute pacing on the text, but um, I, I just don't listen to that stuff. No, no, but th- th- I'm happy to. I'm happy to read it. It's fine. You know, you, you got to understand that my opinion isn't going to be 100 percent right, and that's why we all have an opinion. Everyone's got their own views on things. But if the construction industry does go down, which I heard that it could be a five day shutdown of construction, then boy, oh boy. Oh, gee, oh, oh, I, 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 I'm not saying that. It just infects me, but the amount of people in construction that will be sitting there twiddling their thumbs thinking, oh, my word, this is all I had? Yeah. <laughs> what, what now? I'll just leave it at this. This is, the la- this is the last word in it, and I think that everyone's entitled to their opinion. And I'll just say this because a lot of people don't really know what fascism is. I'll tell you what fascism is. Fascism is total intolerance for anybody's opinion. Yep. If you don't, you're if you don't, if you believe that nobody else has the right to an opinion apart from you, and let's let, let's have a look at all the crazy things that are involved here, knowing what's in the vaccinations, uh, which people don't because they're not they're not uh, specialists in that field. No. <laughs> um, uh, knowing what the contrary effect of the lockdowns are, um, you know, not having the personal perspective of having lost somebody or to having lost your small business. There are so many things here, and everyone's entitled to their opinion. But if we talk to each other civilly. That's exactly how we're going to, you know, be able to have a decent debating conversation. We'll go to a break here on Sale Sundays. No more politics, only dog racing. When we come back, and we'll give our, we'll go head to head two hundred dollar bets. So we're going to do a little troll. This isn't going to be counted in the World Cup, but Peacock and I are just going to get warm. And when we get warm, things get freaky. Sale Sundays here. Stick with us on SEN Track. Live around Australia on SEN Track. You're listening to Sale Sundays. Sale Sundays. Gray's Bistro, open for takeaway at the Sale Greyhound Club. Welcome back to Sale Sundays. That's all like Greyhound Racing and Playtime Trackside. Okay, Peacock, um, do you want to get? Do, do you want to do our two? We'll save our quaddy maybe for a minute, but we'll do our two hundred dollar bets. Now, can they be fifty each way and all the rest of it, or how does it all work? Or does it have to be a hundred dollar a win? All I heard was hundred dollar best bets, so I don't know. I'm tipping hundred dollars a win, hundred dollars a place. All right. Which, which either way you want to go. With, all right, you um, go first. Oh, jeez, all right. You put the uh, put the absolute heat on me here. What what races were were we covering all up? Uh, we're only covering seven tonight. So one to seven we've got. 
Okay. So do you want to do it in there? Yep. Yeah, we can do that. Where you go. All right. So I'm going to start by having my $100 best bet first up. You're going to, if you talk slowly enough, I'll give you time to have a bit of a thing. My $100. If yeah, you no, gave I, me $100. I, I, planned, I planned a couple after race seven. That was all. Yeah. So. I'm going to go. Look, I'm going to go for gold. I'll go mine. So I'm, going to, I'm not going to go any shorties. There's, there's debutants going early. Race four, number seven, Queen Kathleen, hundred dollars a win. Race four, number seven. Yep. And I'm going. Uh, and I'm going to have a hundred dollars a win on centre in race five. Race five. If either of them win, it's going to be it's going to be a kill because they're, they're both a good reasonable odds. Yeah. Yes, Peacock. Yep. So I've got um, race five, number six, Norwegian Wood. Once I had six. a girl, and you know you don't, you don't know that song. It's a Beatles no, song. Anyway, we move, we move on. Yep, and then I've got race seven, number four. That would be taking notes. Yeah. Race seven, number four. Yep. Yeah, I think it's going to be really hard to beat. I don't know. Have we got a special guest joining us in a moment, uh, Poppy? I think so. I reckon when we've got time, Sean Stanton, the rehoming manager for Greyhound Welfare and Rehoming Department, is going to join us. If he's ready to go, I'm ready to introduce him. If you like, boys, I'm ready. To, I'm ready to talk to him right now because uh, I think I did tweet out a couple of weeks ago. He must be doing a good job. He must be rehoming all of the dogs in Southbank because uh, I see so many <laughs> greyhounds. They do love apartment living. As I mentioned that because they're pretty lazy and docile. They're cat dogs uh, are greyhounds when they're not on the track. But I'll let you. Uh, I'll let you introduce Sean, and we'll have a little bit of a chat because it's such an important role. It is indeed. And, uh, you know, we talk about the welfare of. You know, the human race, don't we, in the last 12 months, uh, given that we're going into lockdowns and the mental health of most of our uh, participants. But, you know, importantly, the greyhound uh, industry relies on the rehoming of greyhounds after they've finished their time on the track. And Sean Stanton, who joins us now, uh, Sean, you've got a big role to play there. No, it, it is a big role, Sean. You don't have to. You don't be shy about it. I mean, <laughs> it, is, it is important. Uh, we got he, him there, have we? No. No, he's not oh, there. Oh, jeez. That's okay. Uh, Tomo started the show so strong. We'll, we'll let him off on one, um, but that's okay. We'll get Sean on pretty soon, hopefully. Uh, in the meantime, do you want to give our preview for the first race at Sale? Yep, sure can. Uh, obviously, maiden race over the four forty. Jason Thompson's got the favourite here. Decimate this thing. <laughs> is by Aston DB and Speculate. Now, we know he trained Aston DB. It's $1.65 at short. It's been $1.85 into $1.65. So a bit of money around suggests it's got some ability. I don't think I'd be game enough to take it on when there's a little bit of money around for a JT dog. And, um, yeah, the rest of them after that, there's Madam Chelsea, which is uh, Shona Crawford's. Dundee Osprey, Jackie Shoshone. This dog, it's uh, $3.70 out to $5. And then Dr. Macy Jane is $5.50. The rest of them, other than that, not a lot of money for them. It's a, it's a, it's a bit of a story here of, um, and this is this is the theme of the first few races. There's a lot of debutants going around. Yep. Uh, we know in this race in particular, without being pejorative, because everyone loves their greyhounds, as they should, the, the three that we've seen go to the races haven't done anything special. They haven't shown a lot of early speed. So, You'd think normally you've got to be a little bit careful about the ones that have had uh, racetrack experience, Peacock, but here maybe we can just rule them out. And it does leave you in a situation where it's it's decimate or, or nothing really. If you're playing your early quarters, Madam Chelsea was in the market early, but it's been the drifter and all the money's been for decimate. My question to you, is that actual IP or is that the power of Jason Thompson? Um, like, uh, do, no, 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 do you reckon no. that? Do you reckon that money is smart money from people who know what? Probably, what is yeah. some of the trials, yeah, or is it just, or is it just uh, debutant Jay- Jason Thompson, well bred, bang, bang, bang? No, Jason Thompson doesn't always have, you know, like the followers that would back your dollar eighty pops into a dollar sixties. He's always 
okay, two fifty in the two bucks or three dollars in the two fifty or something like that. But um, I, I think this thing must have some sort of ability. These you're not as a first starter. I'm not game enough to take a dollar eighty if I don't know something about it. Yeah, right. That, but, that's just my view. But the, but the question is, do, do, do we get to a point where somebody takes a dollar eighty and then everybody else? At home says, "Oh, there's 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 a little move on," yeah, and so know you know what you know what I mean? Where the money, you know what I'm talking about, Poppy? Where you don't know sometimes whether it's real smart money or whether there's a little bit of, of a move and then everybody else gets involved. I don't think there's any question. The Thompson name usually demands some extra attention. Uh, yeah, and as soon as there's a little bit of tumble of money, it, yeah, you, you're right. It depends where the money comes from, doesn't it? But but I think it, it, to use, you know in thoroughbred industries, as soon as you've got a Say a Mick Price first started two-year-old, he tends to to start a lot shorter because his record speaks for itself that he wouldn't be, you know, it, you, you feel as though they're well prepared, well educated, and ready to race. And Thompson's reputation obviously counts for a fair bit. Race one's not too far away. Is that the is that the voice of Dan Malecki I'm hearing in the background? Yeah, it could be. He's, oh, that that yeah. be, that might that might be uh, from. Crambent, or, or is it sale? Is, it, is Dan calling it sale? No, Dan Maloney, yeah, yeah. the great man who I worked with last night, of yep. course, at uh, Kilmore. Can I, can I also just say Legendary Graf, race caller. Grafton Race 11, the winner there, number nine, Blackpool Grace. That's a greyhound owned by the On The Bunny Group. Yes. Which uh, you'll know a little bit about. I do. That, it's actually uh, Blackpool Grace's third birthday today. Uh, so she's come out and won on her birthday, which I saw a post earlier on the social media. So for all the owners involved, well done, and hopefully she gets a soft serve cone on the way home. Happy birthday. Birthday to <laughs> Happy birthday. Okay, race one itself not too far away. Now, Sean Stanton has given Poppy a wrong number, which is not the first time that's happened to him in life, but um, he's chasing it up right now. So we will speak to Sean, for this thing, who yeah. is, uh, of course, heading the rehoming program. And Gap had its 25th birthday, I reckon, not too long ago as well. So we might talk about that as well. What, what were you saying there? Even more money now into $1.40. This $1. is ridiculous. $1.40, yep. Vacant box drawn or vacant box on the outside. Um, it should be rolling straight to the front. Are you actually? Are you happy? To, have you actually bet? No. No, it's hard. No, I'm isn't not it? taking a dollar nah. sixty. Oh, if, if I'm giving you something in this though, yeah, I'd probably go. Give us something. Yep, I'll probably go the, the three to place because I just think that it's got some racetrack experience. Eleven dollars and three dollars twenty. I'm happy to take a bit of each way there, and hopefully it just doesn't get poleaxed by Thompsons. Yeah. Yeah, you've got to get top two, remember. There's only going to be two uh, dividends there with the scratching the vacant box in five. A little bit after advertised start time, but they'll be getting into the boxes nice and soon. And there's the voice, the dulcet tones of Daniel Ryan Malecki. I don't know if that's his middle name. He's race one itself. And uh, the next best, well, we're looking at double-figure odds for the others now. Sanan had touched $6 at one point. Is now back out to 12 So Decimate shortens again. Bing box for the first event. Favourite, box four. Lua rolls, they're all set. Here we go. Race one. And they're racing. Decimate fairly away, going quickly as Sainarded from the wide box. Now Decimate starting to push through in the run of the first turn. And then came Dr. Macy Jane and back behind them. Uh, Show Queen is out the last Dundee trigger. Shadow Giblet up ahead of it with Madam Chelsea. Up to the turn though. And it's Decimate moving up on the outside of Sainarded. They're three lengths clear of Dr. Macy Jane, Madam Chelsea. But Decimate's too good. Decimate first. The first start has run one, two, three, four. Second home goes to Sainarded from Dr. Macy Jane, then Madam Chelsea, Shadow Giblet, Dundee Trigger and Show Queen. Time of 2502. It's one of those weird things, isn't it? It wasn't the win of a dollar thirty shot, but 
it won, so it was a dollar thirty shot, if yeah, you know what I mean. You got the dollar eighty. Well done to you. I tell you what, there was a little bit of money around for that eight to run to win. Yeah, it was eleven dollars into seven. Back out to about thirteen. And it's paid five or six bucks a place. So if someone out there saw that move, uh, good work. But I'm always a little bit hesitant sometimes about those first starters that are over the two-year-old. And I know that they're taking a little longer to to the track these days. But I, I'm, yeah, I, I don't know. I just thought that it was a bit of a, bit of a concern out wide. But I think that's I think that's going to be the theme, basically. The debutants are going to do, dominate to the first few races. Now, Poppy has chased it down. So we have got a special guest, Sean Stanton, who's the rehoming manager. So I'll let you do the introductions, Popolenko. Good on you, Jay Bond. Thanks for that. Yeah, we talked about the welfare of the human race, don't we, over the last 12 months, but equally of importance in this industry, obviously, is the hero of the track, and that's the Greyhound. And their welfare, both uh, during their time as a, uh, as a racing dog and during their time uh, in retirement, finding them the right home. And the man that controls that is Sean Stanton, the rehoming manager of Greyhound Welfare and Rehoming Department. He joins us now. Hey, Sean, how are you going? Yeah, good, thanks. Yeah, thanks That's for having, right. having me. Yeah, no, absolute pleasure. Sure. Give us a bit of a background into how the operation works and how, how we, 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 well, we, we go through the process of rehoming a greyhound. Yeah, well, the program's been around 25 years now um, and we have our own dedicated site uh, up at Seymour out in regional Victoria. Uh, the process for the industry participant who wish to uh, enter their greyhound into the program, they... They contact racing services at GRV and um, book an appointment, and uh, then we uh, we send our staff out all around the state uh, two to three times a week to assess the the greyhounds, and then we bring them into the program and uh, make sure they they've got all their desexing and dental work done. We give them a full health check, and then we uh, we match them to their forever home. And, and what are the what are the the, the must haves before they're rehomed? Ideally, we, we ask that the, the dogs are required to have a little bit of a, a wind-down period um, prior to coming into the program. And I guess the biggest part is if um, if the participants out there, and, and they're wonderful at doing it, just um, allowing the greyhound to, I guess, unwind from that racing kennel environment um, mm-hmm. where they can do a little bit of socialisation with them, where they can perhaps, in a, in a controlled environment, meet some other greyhounds and other dogs, I should say. Um, and that will always go a long way into helping the, the greyhounds prepare for, for their life after the track. You say 25 years, which is a, quite a period of time. What, are the, what have been the, the improvements, the changes over the journey? Well, I think um, the program started off the back of um, two incredible vet nurses out at the Sandown Vet Clinic who um, saw there was an opportunity there to find uh, some greyhounds some homes and uh, the program sort of went from strength to strength. I think probably the biggest move was... Um, buying a dedicated facility out at Seymour, I think, out of all the uh, out of all the states. I think Victoria was the first one to have their own dedicated facility. Uh, and throughout the time, we continue to build on, on our infrastructure out there, which allows us to bring more greyhounds into the program. Um, so I think that's probably been the biggest one. I think prior to my time joining GRV, I actually managed the, the Warrigal Greyhound Racing Club there for a few years. And mm-hmm. a lot of the feedback I used to get from participants was that it was, um, it was a a challenge at times to, to get their dogs to Seymour. So we sort of come up with a bit of a model where we come to the participants. So we travel from Seymour as far as Warrnambool and Sale. We down, we come down to uh, Sale quite regularly to, to assess the greyhounds and bring, bring them into the program. So, um, and I think the biggest one is, I think, um, just social media has played such a, it's been a big tool for us just to promote the breed. I think 10 or 12 years ago, um, 
greyhounds probably weren't the first uh, pet people would think about um, as a dog, but now there's not a day that goes by where you don't see greyhounds being walked around the streets, whether it's in country Victoria or in Metro Melbourne. So uh, I think it's a it's a wonderful program and it's come a long way and we're going to hope to continue to build and get bigger and better. Yeah, Jay Bond made the point that he lives around South Bank and a lot of greyhounds are around there. Do you find that a lot of greyhounds are rehomed in metropolitan Melbourne or is it is it a, even spread across the state? Yeah, they do. No, they certainly do. Um, and I think the, the biggest thing that we've had to do um, during COVID, and it's been such a challenging time for everyone, we've, um, we've reverted to a delivery type service. Obviously, um, we can't have people travelling all around the state. Sure. So, uh, most of our most of our deliveries uh, recently have been in around in and around Melbourne. I think the best part about greyhounds is that they're they're suited to all homes. They really are. They're such a beautiful, lazy, relaxed breed. Um, they require very little exercise, so they're really the the perfect uh, pet for inner city living. But in saying that, um, I've lived out on a on a ten acre farm previously, and and they're just as adaptable to living in that sort of environment. Sean, yeah. uh, you know, you've, you've touched on it, obviously, and, we, and we, we've talked about it a little bit, but, you know, talk about uh, building that narrative and 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 selling the greyhound as a nice pet because, honestly, like I say, I reckon four out of every five dogs I walk past in the South Bank area are greyhounds. And, you know, I, I, I go back even 10 or 15 years ago, and you, even you look at the greyhounds walking around, they're not a small dog. Uh, they know them from their racing careers. So you think to yourself, what am I going to be dealing with here? They're going to be balls of energy, which is not the case, generally speaking. They're quite often incredibly docile. But there's been a very long, like it's been a very long narrative building process in terms of uh, uh, letting people know what the greyhounds really like. I guess once you've got enough in homes, then word of mouth starts to become the thing that helps you. But that has been a magnificent thing to actually build that narrative around the greyhound as a pet. It has, and I think um, oh, the greyhound themselves, they, they sell themselves a lot of the time because, as I touched on, they, they, they're very quiet. They rarely bark. They require a little grooming. They're such a placid dog. They're, they're a, an elegant-looking dog. Uh, and I think um, you're right. Once people have had that interaction with greyhounds, and we do, obviously, we've done uh, quite a lot of promotion um, in person and obviously through the, uh, social media platforms and when people can actually come in contact with the greyhound, they just can see what a beautiful, gentle breed that they are. And I think I got my very first greyhound uh, off the track probably 14 or 15 years ago. And uh, I was thinking, what am I doing having a pet greyhound? And, and I think um, as I speak to you gentlemen now, I've got three just laying around the house. Uh, they're, just, they're just a magnificent breed. Uh, and I think... Once you get a greyhound into your life, you, you, it's going to be very rare that when people, unfortunately, greyhounds don't live forever and when they have to look for their next dog, um, what we find is that a lot of people uh, are coming back and, and adopting again. Uh, and, and the other good thing is that the participants have been fantastic. Um, they, they do a terrific job in rehoming their pets. So obviously, not all greyhounds come through the greyhound adoption program. There's, um, the participants are doing a wonderful job in making sure that when their greyhounds come to the end of their racing career that they're, they're helping those dogs find their, their life beyond the track. And, and, and they're great companions, uh, Peacock. And we, we have spoken a little bit um, uh, to a barrage of uh, some support and some abuse earlier, but we've spoken about lockdowns and what people are going through. You know, I think a lot about people living alone. 
and, uh, and and needing that companionship. And you can see one thing you do need to do, and, what, and people are very good in this region, you've got to walk them. Uh, you've got to make <laughs> sure you take them out for a wander. Yep. But they, they are great companions. And at a time like this, it's more important than ever, isn't it? I, I don't know whether you've had a massive influx during the last 18 months, but Huge. to be able to have them as a companion, particularly if you do live alone and you're in that situation that you're not in a singles bubble or something like that, it, like, it, it's a huge plus. Oh, it, it has been, yeah. And it's been incredible um, throughout the, the whole pandemic. Um, the applications continue to come through. And, and I know just on our own personal level that the best part about having uh, the, the greyhounds here, they, they do require a walk every day and it gets me out of the house. It's quite easy when... You're unable to go anywhere or do anything. It's um, they're good to. They look at you and you say, "Let's go for a walk." And they're up and about and they're, they're doing little zoomies around the house and they get you up and going. And they're they're being terrific. But there's a lot of people out there that um, have reached out to us to say how um, the greyhounds have been life changing for them in this in this uh, really tough time. So they really are. They're they're such a, a beautiful breed. They're they're great to watch on the track. And then it's um, fantastic that um, once their careers come to an end, that they can. Um, find their way onto, onto couches all around Victoria. Poppy, I hope I'm not touching on a sore point here. I hope they haven't yep. fallen out, but I'm just seeing an article here from about nine years ago where uh, Sean's, Sean's apparently very close to Brenton Avdullah. Uh, very close, mates, yeah. apparently. Uh, you, 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 you bloke still tight? Oh, yeah, well, I am, yeah. I, uh, I was best man in his wedding. Um, oh, that's pretty close. A, I mean, that, that's relatively <laughs> close, Sean. You've done okay there, mate. Gave a wedding speech for the ages, apparently, but it uh, unfortunately <laughs> had a bit of a scary moment yesterday. Unfortunately, he had um, he had a bad fall up there in Sydney, and um, been on the phone to him, and yeah, he's uh, he's going to be out of action for a little while, but thankfully he um, he's okay. But yeah, very close to him, and um, unfortunately he yeah, leading into the spring carnival, uh, obviously he was going to struggle to get down here for the the Melbourne carnival, but um, he's going to miss out on a number of good rides, so. Yeah, um, disappointing, but obviously, thankfully, he's um, he's come through that in uh, that fall yesterday. Not too bad. Yeah, exactly. Good news. Hey, just before we leave you, I've got this idea that I'm, I'm happy to pass over to you. You can hang Sean. out now if you want, Sean. It's up to you, mate. You make, you make your calls. Choose your own adventure. <laughs> I've got this idea, and you mentioned the word social media before. I'm not sure if you've been uh, privy to the to the uh, dating site Tinder. I knew this was going to go west quickly. No, no. No, no, but if, you, if you're aware of the dating site, Tinder, you basically, you know, you, you give your own details, you put a photo of yourself, and then you can, you know, obviously uh, flick through potential single women and, and, and depending on what their, you know, what their interests are. He's bringing this around, Poppy. This is sounding good now. Well, no, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get there. Um, depending on what their interests are, you can swipe that you're interested, okay? Now, using the same analogy, if you're a potential greyhound owner, what you do is you go to this greyhound site and you, if you're looking for a female or a male dog or a, or a particular age dog or a, a dog from a particular region that might be close by, then you can put all those details in and the dogs that, be, uh, that do fit your requirements come up and you might be after a particular colour, as I said, a particular sex, a particular region, and you go through and you swipe your interest in those dogs, uh, at which time the uh, GAP program would contact you and say, hey, listen... Um, you, you talk more, and then you finally select the dog. It's just a, it's a, it's an unobtrusive first step to selecting your first dog. I've just, it's, it's Tinder for we, dogs. We, we, I'm just we, not sure what we've come up with. We have got about, yeah. 30, we have got about thirty seconds of the heart out. So you, you know what you should say right now, Sean. Say great idea, Poppy. 
<laughs> Great idea, and I am very familiar with um, um, back in the day Tinder, Hinge, and Bumble, all three of them. So, um, um, but no, I think it's a great idea, and uh, I'll uh, follow that one up. Sure. We, might, we might have to do fast talking with Sean Stanton. I'm going with Sir Chappie in the second. Yep. Can I can I change one of my hundred dollar best bets? Yes. Yep. I'm gonna have the do red. it after the heart out. I'm gonna have the red in this. The red in this. Yep. All right. So you're going the red here. Seven dollars. Yep. Time for that heart out. We'll come back soon. SCNSA will be joining us. Essendon beat Collingwood by 38 points, and they've just finished watching that, listening to that, so now they're going to listen to us. Um, we'll be back very soon. Stick with us here on Sale Sundays on SEN Track. Live around Australia on SEN Track, welcome to Sale Sundays. Sale Sundays, Gray's Bistro Takeaway, pick up or free delivery in sale. Order online from 5 p.m. daily. Look at his feathers, look at them start to shine. He's got the purple and the red, he's got the scarlet, the crimson, the vermilion. He's flying this kid, away you go. Yeah. Hey, hey, a little thanks to me for letting you change for a start. Thank you. Uh, I didn't, that, that, there wasn't a lot of sincerity there, I've got to say. But, uh, <laughs> well, that's going to be very hard to catch already. You know, the only reason why I remembered about it, I looked on Bet365 last night. Yes. And there was a market move from 12s to 6s, and it was the only dog backed. And I thought... That would take about 25 bucks. It probably would, but I went back and watched a replay, and it was green as grass on debut, but it made up a stack of ground, and I thought... And I, I, honestly, I just missed it. When you said about two, your two $100 bets, I just completely missed it. So... Too good, you. You're away. Uh, what did it end up paying? Um, $8.20 on Super Tab. 8 or $9. Yeah. Yeah. Unbelievable stuff from you. So you've, you've smashed it out of the park. I don't know. I don't, well, uh, yeah, nearly both of mine have to win now. And you've and still think, got one to go. Odds, I think his odds overall have just tumbled in as well. What You had him at sevens. I think he's in to fives already. I think, <laughs> what, I think what you'll find, uh, Poppy, is um, you know those dogs that troll like demons and then they go to the races and they, they can't work it all out? That's a peacock. So he's trolling beautifully here. Please, he's getting, they get a launch please. into him and then all of a sudden he'll turn up. By the way, I've got a message after the little comment I made earlier from uh, the great Fitzmagic. And uh, I, I can't say every word that was there, but he said, I eat pressure for bleeping breakfast, I think was, was the, uh, the text message. So I just said, I hope we're on opposite sides of the draw because it would be the only fair final. It would. He and I just taking each other. Uh, uh, t- two of the great arrogant swaggerers but of SEN make track. It there first, and I'm going to be real hard to beat. No, as I've said, you will win. You will win one so impressively that people will think, "What have they just seen? Is this the All Blacks? Is this the Brazilian soccer team?" And then, and then the next week, um, yeah, yeah, there'll be no defence, and they'll just they'll smash you. But if you do well enough, if you do well enough, I think you will definitely get through to the semi-finals. Put it that way. And then it just depends whether you can maintain the rage or whether you have one of your. Uh, when it go, when it becomes a knockout competition, you just can't you can't have off days. Uh, one of the listeners just sent me through a message on Facebook. Yes. Twenty five dollars on the win. Happy with that. Oh. That's very very nice. That is. Look at that. And they've given you the bet slip. Yep. Yeah. No. More than happy. Peacock will be cleaning that account out. There's no doubt about that. No, he, now he's got the not. details. No, so. I don't. I uh, I'm more than happy to give winners. As much as I can. I'll be, I'll uh, be not, honest not with you. Robot. This sounds very. Uh, this sounds a little bit um, soft and loving and, and uh, sentimental from a bloke like me. I get because it's your role. I get more pleasure out of giving winners than actually backing them myself. Almost these days. Yeah. Well, like, 
I, ba- I backed them, but if I but I, I celebrate the ones that I'm able that you're able to find for other people are the ones that you really celebrate. And again, it, it's in lockdown in particular. It's like you can't go out and you can't go out and pump pause, but it feels like that's the group celebration, Poppy. When you when you when you yeah. charge with the task of that's what you're supposed to do, uh, entertain, but also find winners for people. When you do, when you're able to get it right, and you know a few other people have got on. You get that you get that pub feeling where everyone goes up in the air and and you can't match that. No, you can't. And there's two things you're betting with. You're betting with cash and you're betting with your reputation. Correct. So there's nothing better than when you find a winner and you're happy that you found it for yourself personally, but you're happy that other people respect you for your tip and uh, you all get to celebrate it together. So, mate, what a start. What an absolute start. You know what? I've got this feeling. I I knew this day was going to come where you boys just absolutely fired. Sure, it's been 16 weeks, but the fact that it's happening now is a chance for everyone to get on board. I I, I guess having dominated 12 out of the last 15 wasn't enough. Everyone everyone sets standards, you know. I I guess when when they think you're Maccabi Devi, you've got to win every... You know, it's that's tough. I, I I, I just want to say, firstly... That that dog at sale actually paid fifteen dollars on U, whatever UTAB, yeah, yep. which was a, ridiculous. I wish I wouldn't mind a piece of that. But um, with the with the sale form, I, I find it probably up there with some of the most challenging poppy. I, I know is it's, that right? Yeah, no, no doubt about it because the, the thing that's that been I, shown. I mean, you, you 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 are on. When you're going, we know you're the Doctor Adapto on Thursdays when the lids fly, and there's tracks obviously that you really love. I must admit, I think it's. I think it's relatively challenging it's just it because of the different tracks that they're racing at. Is, is that part of it, the fact oh. that they're moving from the Warrigal 460 to the 440 and uh, oh. some, some of them are going to sand down every now and then and you don't know whether is that, is that the better form, the ones that have it's, gone to Metro races? The, the, the thing I find the hardest about it is that it's a leader bias track. We know that, that if, if you get out in front, you're awfully hard mm-hmm. to run down. It is, it is a sprinter's track. But, but is, there, is there tracks different to that, though? Yeah, I think there I is. Mean, like, I mean, is there now, so, do you know, backmarkers tracks? Oh, I think I think like a Ballarat or Geelong, I find you can run on better okay. than yep. at Sale. But Sandown, for but, instance, is a leader's track, isn't it? Well, it, it is, but it depends what distance. Yeah. It, and and a box plays a big difference at Sandown. But at Sale, like I know that if you have the red and you miss the kick, you may as well tear your ticket up unless you get the beautiful run on the first turn because that first turn's tight, that if they come in on you on the first, and that, they close you off, then you're looking at seven bums. So... The hardest part for me is that if you get out and go at sale and you're off and gone on that first turn, you'll put three or four on them pretty quick and you can't get reeled in. That's why I say, but, That's why I say though, uh, Poppy, every single week, there will be at least one winner that is just a sale specialist, one that's correct. been really consistent and been running times that are very close to one another. And all it will take is a newcomer to the track or one that runs wide and that one will get its opportunity. So you do... Every week you want to find those ones that might be at a price, but they love going around at sale. Yeah, you're right. And, and, and even having that race, that, that, that track experience through trialling, I know that's a favourite of eBay. When he, whenever he uh, sees a first starter, for instance, he's always keen to know whether they've had a bit of a trial at the track, got to have a bit of a look because, yeah, you're right, it's a, it is a unique track. And, it you know, it's, it's, uh, but if you, like anything, if you, if you study those sorts of things, into, you put those sorts of things into your artillery, then you sort of increase the chances of selecting a winner. And it's not always obvious. It might be three or four starts ago. It might be some inside knowledge that something's trolled there. Uh, it might be a mixture of a whole lot of things. But, you know, sometimes, as you say, when they maybe don't appear to have the greatest form at three or four other tracks, but they return to one of their favourite tracks, sometimes you find them above the odds they should be. 
Who you got? Who you on here? Well, we're all on the thing on the inside. That pink and purple of Pikey's. Who he's pushing up on the fence. It's going to get done, I reckon. It's holding. Oh, it's holding. It's holding. No. Oh, I think it's been nutted. I think it's been nutted. Everyone had it in the one out in the quad. He fits it. Best bet of the day. Yeah. And he got there. Do you reckon the three got I reckon, him? I reckon the, the outside. Outside's yeah, got the outside's got him. No, look at the jockeys though. Where yeah, they're placed. No, no, no. That's the post there. He's got beat. I'd, I'd, you're going with the jockey theory here, uh, Poppy. I was, yeah. I mean, no, I, I mean, I, th- I think, you know. They're that, zooming in on Pikey as if he's got the chocolates, but I don't think he has. Um, last last getting, night, just quickly, last night at uh, Kilmore um, uh, in harness racing, we had a great little competition running where the drivers had to read movie quotes. We might even do that on sale Sundays at some point and, and get a little bit of a competition going for. Maybe he has got there. Uh, oh, my goodness. Poppy's right. If he has, then I think Poppy, he has. I'll give a lot of credit because. I took it. I, I never take horse quaddies, but I listened to Fitz and that. And I took it one out, and the second leg paid twenty three dollars. So I virtually copied Fitz's quaddy, mm-hmm. and we had field in that leg. Um, mm-hmm. And a mate of mine who listens to this show, uh, Mitchy Lewis um, from Mount Gambier, mm-hmm. he he. Um, Mitch and Charles. Yep, Mitch and Charles. And Mitch said he goes, mate, this thing of uh, Pikey's today. It's actually his partner's horse. Right. He, yeah, which is uh, okay. pretty astonishing. It's actually got up. Well Who's partner? Well done, Pikey's. Oh really? Pikey's partner's horse. Well done, uh, Poppy. That is a great. Um, Judgment by you. It's sort of just... almost a Dan Malecki-like call, isn't it? Really? Oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely no doubt about it. And I, I, What a privilege to have Dan at uh, So you, yeah. you, you had a comment about well, the previous yeah, topic. I did. So th- this is – and, and my, my old man and I, we look at lots of races yes. and lots of form. And obviously when you assess form and try and compare times at tracks, which you were trying to do the other day, yep. Jay Bond, that we've always found that sale form is the hardest to stack up against other – like going to town or going to Ballarat or this and that because I think it is just the, the shape of the track. I think that first turn, there's nothing quite like it. Probably Horsham would be close. Is it fair? And, it, and, it's, and I'm not I'm – not ha- this is not me having a go at sale or anything like that. I'm just saying dogs that fly at sale might go to Ballarat and struggle just based on that shape of that track. Is it is it fair to say uh, also that the, the 520 in particular, it's a fast 520? At sale? sale, yeah, for sure. You yeah. get out and go. That's it. Good night. So yeah. basically, so some t- I think that's the challenging part as well, trying to measure it against, because we're talking about the five fifteens at at Sandown, five twenty five at the Meadows, five twenties other places, and uh, the sale times they can run very slick time over the five twenty at sale, and, and all of a sudden you think, geez, very serious. But yeah. it, it's, you got to you got to calibrate it against the other tracks. Exactly, and it's a bit like Bullo. A Bullo's a five fifteen. And they run around like twenty eight eighties around there. And then someone said the other day, they're like, "Is Bulleye five fifteen like, um, is that five hundred meters or something like? Shortly, is it fifteen meters shorter than it actually says it is? Yeah, I, think, the I think there's tracks everywhere that we wonder but, sometimes with the times that they I'm, can run whether I'm, they're, I'm they're, just, they've measured I'm them correctly. I'm just saying that like I find it really easy to assess Sandown form. Mm-hmm. I find it easy to assess Hillsville form. And Ballarat, Geelong, Warnable, they all sort of stack up among and Shepparton, mm. they all sort of stack up amongst each other. Their, their tracks are how do you go, how, how do you, similar in shape. How do you go measuring me- Meadows against Sandown, the 515 against the 525? Yeah, I, I don't have too much problem there. Um, I, I probably I just give a bit more of an advantage to the inside box draws because that's where the majority of winners come from, one, two, three, and four. Or maybe one, two, and three. But if you can if you can be an astute judge of sale form. You'll absolutely brain them. There is no doubt about it. You'll absolutely kill them. And I probably would advise those Pretty out sure there. Pretty sure I have you. I would, no, not you. Oh, right. I'd advise those <laughs> out there that would be considering, you know, having a play at sale or doing a bit of form. Yes. Early speed. Early speed. You get to the front. 
and you'll win more well, there's races. One, there's one later. Lose. So there's, you'll, there's you'll one later on tonight. We got we got to give our tips for race three in, yep. in a second before we go to a break. But there's one later on tonight that's the, it's clearly the quickest beginner. Not sure it'll get the. I reckon it's a five twenty race. It's a mega Sierra. I reckon. Yeah. Yep. Um, it's seven dollars fifty. Box eight. I thought it led. Um, but, but I mean, there's a little bit of speed actually there in race eight, but I thought Amiga Sierra led. But then you've still got to be able to uh, – the 520 is a bit different to the 440 probably as well because the, the 520 does ben bring – They'll bend start. And, uh, and bring strength into play. Race three, this has been a bit of a different situation for Jason Thompson because he's got a debutante that's drifted. $1.65 out to $1.85, and there's one that's had one start, the seven, Dr. Ernie. A little bit of Burton Ernie action has been supported. 13 out to 14, then bang, crank, crunch, boom into eight. Yep. So what do you make of all that? Um, if I Discuss. Sugar Plum Ferry's been well supported too, 13 into 750. Well, Jason's... They're avoiding, they're avoiding it's anticipating. Beautifully drawn, box yep. eight. You loved, if you're a first starter at any 400, 450-meter track, you want the pink. No doubt about it. You, you can miss the kick slightly and still muster. You don't get cramped up. You don't get buried, et cetera, et cetera. Now... If I had a second $100 bet available here, which I'm not changing, my other one was race seven, number four, taking notes, mm-hmm. I would be going hard at the five here, Grenadier Prince, for Reggie Boyce. Okay. Right? Well, go- yes. And I tell you, because this litter can run. Okay. There is no doubt about it, the litter can run, and he's held on to this thing for a while, and I'll give a little bit of inside mail All right. that it had trolled very handily at Sandown a while back though I'm talking months back so I don't know why it hasn't raced since but it had a, it had a lot of ability so I'm happy to take the risk at 550 and 230 I'm going sugar plum fairy here uh, one of the race runners 13 into 750 I just don't know I reckon with the drift on for anticipating I'm just happy to play sugar plum fairy known commodity we'll go to a break at the uh, bequest and request of the great Michael F Thompson We'll come back very soon. You're listening to Sale Sundays on SEN Track. What is coming up very soon? Live around Australia on SEN Track, you're listening to Sale Sundays. Sale Sundays. Gray's Bistro, open for takeaway at the Sale Greyhound Club. Welcome back to Sale Sundays. Twilight Greyhound Racing, comfortable sports lounge, trackside dining, fun crowd. And playtime trackside, Peacock. We're two minutes away from the third. After this event, we'll get stuck into our quaddies. You've struck a blow early. And you were uh, just off air. We are just talking about the fact that, you know, you, you're waiting for this uh, this greyhound to race. Yep. Uh, we don't know whether it's trialled at, at sale. There hasn't been much money, though, for oh, a greyhound that you've got. You, you gave us a look behind the curtain, a peep, yeah. a peep in the backstage uh, where you're wearing your, your, your theatre blacks, and you've told us that you know a little something-something. The money's coming now, though. It's uh, $7 into four eighty now. They're just, I reckon there's, even though it hasn't drifted a lot, there's enough of an avoidance of this favourite, given it's trained by Jace. Yep. That I don't want, I wouldn't want to be anywhere near as it rolls into a dollar seventy five. Yeah, I know. God bless you. Thanks, th- thanks, Tote. Um, thanks, punters. And you can but, always, you can guarantee, boys, that he's had a look at the track too. Jason. Jason will. Yeah. Oh, no yeah. doubt about it. Yeah. Yeah, he ain't going to put hey, a dog around for. Hey, after this race more. too, I want to tell you, I want, I want to tell you a punting horror story. Oh. Uh, after this, oh. my, my brother's got dogs, and he rang me on Monday. So I'll, I'll tell you about it after, because he's actually just texted me now to, let, uh, to, to give you boys and the, and the listeners a tip for uh, this com- coming Monday. It just reminded me of a horror Monday that just passed. I'll okay. tell you about it after well, this race. There's been a bit of money around here for the two Sugar Plum Fairy. It's uh, 13 into 8.50. Grenadier Prince now into 4.60, anticipating $1.75. I can't wait for this, uh, this horror story. 
This is going to be. I'm, I, I don't know why. I don't know yeah. why. It's 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 that sadistic side of you, isn't it? That just wants to hear a punting horror story. I don't. I don't know what it is. Um, I, I am the bloke. If I'm not on one and a, and a bunch of mates are on them, I think it was just the way I was raised. Um, but if a, ma- a bunch of mates are on and I'm not on, I'll be I'll be pulling the t- I will be pulling it backwards. Well, it was actually I'll, it was the funniest. I celebrate thing. the losses and the lids flow when I was hosting there more than the wins. Well, you did, but the, this is I, I was actually talking to my brother about this the other day, right? So my brother and I say we'd back one dog in a race, and then my dad would give us a tip, and the, and the, the tip would get up. Yeah. And then dad would ring up like <laughs> dad would ring up at the end of the day and go, oh, ho, ho, happy days. And we're like, yeah, we didn't back it. <laughs> we backed something else. Like as if he'd assumed we've all just been on with him. You yeah. Know? And, it's, and, and then I said to my dad, I said, dad, I said, you know, sometimes when you ring up and you're like, oh, happy days that I might not have been on that. I might have been on something else. And then he's like. Oh, yeah, yeah, true. I'll, yeah, I'll anyway, excited, uh, anyway but... good on you, Mitch. We'll talk again soon, mate. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, but honestly, I, I, I just think I don't like seeing other people happy. Race three at sale. Uh, now into a dollar sixty. So, you know, I don't, uh, basically making a complete idiot of me. I really hope it doesn't win now. He's the best race caller in the world, in my opinion, Dan Malecki. Called Melbourne Cups. He's the number one trot caller. And tonight at sale, he's the third. Second start. The runner's being boxed. Anticipating runs the favourite. Come on, the outside in the pink. Green lights on, so they're all locked. And the uh, lure rolls for race number three at sale. Racing. Anticipating slow, it's the last one out. One of the best to begin and railing now, getting through on the inside. Adrian to Aston Beer, then in behind them, Sugar Plum Ferry from uh, oh. Grenadier Prince. Anticipating got through to fourth and dropping off was Dr. Ernie. Getting very wide was Aston Beer coming to the turn. It's just in front of Adrian, and then Grenadier Prince coming through. Well back to anticipating, on, coming Grenadier. through Adrian, but out wide it was Aston Beer. And Aston Beer wanted to uh, plot a wide course, but in the end, it was too good. Aston Beer wins it from a photo. Grenadier Prince and Adrian, and they've come away from the others anticipating Sugar Plum Fairy and uh, Dr. Ernie. 25.36 is the time up on the board. It was actually a nice run. I've got to tell you, they don't normally win. When they go wide, don't, they don't normally win it, no, so do they? No, I know. Because you lose so much ground. I'll but... tell you what, when we, the call there was about two seconds or three seconds in front of our TV screen here. It always is. Uh, yeah. But you're not just noticing now. No, 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 I knew. But, yeah. like, when he's called it and I'm like, hang on, Grenadier Prince has stepped beautifully here and then got the smallest of touches and got dragged out and just lost every bit of momentum. I thought, oh, you're joking. But, anyway, it's run second on each way, each way player, so there we go. Um, Kev the Carpenter a little bit earlier. I didn't have the text line up. Uh, can you please explain yes. again how a listener can get a place in the World Cup? So if you could put that up on my little uh, run sheet, please, Tomo, I will explain it because, to be honest, I don't 100% know. Does Maliki always call dog races Bonza? No. Nah. More often these days, though, and it's great to hear his voice. I think he... Um, he lends a certain gravitas to the uh, to the profession, does my man Daniel Malecki. Let's hear this horror story, Poppy. Well, on Monday, my brother's actually got a number of dogs with uh, Sharp, Jason Sharp. Yep. He rings me Monday and he says, Rob, I'm lying on the couch half asleep. He says, Rob, um, dogs are running tonight. He said the first one uh, is going to be big odds and probably six or seven lengths off them. But at the very least, I reckon it's good for a place, paying about seven bucks as we speak for a place, he said, but back it all up because my second one is showing good odds, about 20s, Oof. and um, I think it's a good, I think it's I think it's Chance. capable of winning, so okay. why don't you do an all up? Where was this at? 
Uh, Where'd they run a Monday? Was it? Would it have been Shepparton? Geelong or Shep? Could it, yeah, Shepparton. Uh, yep. I, rec- I reckon Shepparton. Night meeting. So, yeah, night meeting. Yep. yep. And he says, uh, "Okay, no worries." Anyway, the first one, I, I didn't put anything on it. I just yeah, laid down. I was watching Netflix. Put the phone down to you. Okay, no worries. I'll get onto that later. Didn't even think about it again. He rings me that night, seven thirty, eight o'clock, whatever it was. Hey, Rob, did you get on the first one? Ooh. I said, "Oh no, what happened?" He goes, "At one, paid thirty-one dollars." Oh. I said, oh, you're joking. He said, well, don't forget the next one. Oh, I thought, nah, nah, nah. He's had his run of luck. Yeah, how no how often does that happen yeah. when you miss the first one and you back the second one and it gets beat? Yeah, but this yeah. one didn't, did it? No, it won and paid $17. Holy jeez. Oh, did multi them both? So he had an $18 place bet all up win, um, so did okay. And he also had 20 each way just in case on the first one as well. Um, but uh, yours truly did not even bother. To, look, even $10 all up, boys, get you back 5000 that's crazy. Just incredible can I, stuff. Can I, yeah. can I tell you my punting horror story? No. Yep. Yeah, okay, you can. And, and <laughs> I, Jay Bonnie, are you a fan of a, uh, a nap after, after work? Are you, are you a fan of a nana nap? <laughs> Occasionally I am, yep. yes. Tomo? Tomo's nodding his head. Poppy, you a fan of a nana nap? Yeah, yeah. Tomo's am, napping yeah. now. So I'll, I'll tell you, right? I reckon in my life I've had two nana naps. Right. Yeah, right. One of them when I was, when I came out of hospital, I was crook. Yeah. And I had a, had a, had a snooze. Yeah. And this other time, well. Yeah. Bendigo Cup. Mm. Landmark was the dog. Yeah. Paying fifties. Right. And I said to all my mates, I said, I'm telling you, Landmark has got to run. This dog is an absolute missile. It Legit. It got to run off the red. Robbie Britton trained. Mm. And I said, this thing's at fifties. Have to back oh. it. Yeah. And I said, while you're at it, mm. boys, take the exacta. Landmark to beat Aston Bolero. So I got two hundred and fifty dollars in my account there, laying on I'm laying on the bed. Mrs. is studying. Mm. I was gonna have two hundred the win, fifty bucks the exacta. Just start just started getting weary at that point, just the eye started to do Ten be, to beat two. I'm just resting my eyes, darling, right. that, that old line. So I'm just laying there. I'm not gonna sleep, I'm just resting at my the eyes. Ceiling, da, 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 da. Yeah. Fall, falling asleep. <laughs> falling asleep. Poorly. For about half an hour. Woke up. Yeah. And it said negative forty seconds on the on the um timer. Are they in are they in the boxes? Yeah. They are, you, no no time. Top. No. So I'd woken up, negative forty seconds, money's still in my account, I didn't put the bet on. The, 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 hey, Poppy, uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna throw this one to you. There is an old saying in racing. Do you know what I'm getting at? Yes. Bet early to <laughs> yes. avoid disappointment. Well, yes. Bet yes. early in case you're having a nana nap. Bet early whenever. Can I, Bet I'll, early. I'll, I'll just read it out here because I've got Landmark's form up, mm. right? And he was, a, he was a missile, this dog. Yep. Landmark won at 50s. Mm. No, I, I, I got that bit of the story. <laughs> yep. Yeah. And uh, who, who do you reckon would have run second? Oh, if I had to hazard a guess, I'd say Aston Bolero. Yeah, well, well, Aston Bolero did run second. Oh, amazing. And, um, Exactta. That exact has paid one hundred and sixty-one dollars, and oh, I was going to no. have fifty on, and that other two hundred was going to be on the win at fifties. Oh well, it's only it's only, it's only oh, a couple it's of only thousand about dollars. Twenty thousand. Um, yeah. By the way, Kev, <laughs> so, um, fair to say, I was pretty. pretty I'm, I'm, when I'm I woke sweating up, up here. Uh, oh, Fitzmagic's still hey, the alive. Good, new, yeah. the good news, you still had your two hundred and fifty. I account. did, but I'm telling you right now, <laughs> I, 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 I tell you what, I tell you what, I tell you what, almost always happens when you miss one like that though, and there's two hundred and fifty. Your rage bet. 
You yeah. do. You rage bet. You, you, you do. You, and you, you throw, you go, I'm having 150 by 108 dollars shot, and I hate you. <laughs> yeah, well, I hate your life, and I hate you, punding gods. The other day, and then it, go, it runs eighth. And the other day, my old man's given, my old man gave my brother and I two tips at Geelong. Yeah. He said, race one, this, race two, this. Yeah. Race one gets up. Yeah. Wins. Yes. He said to my brother, did you back it? Because he's not really much of a punter. Did yeah. you back it? No, I didn't. That's unfortunate. Yep. Okay. The se- he goes outside. We told him about back in the second one. Comes back in. Did you back it? It's paid $5. And he goes, no, I didn't. And he, he goes, oh, what's the next one? I said, whatever next one it is, I said, just have a dollar on it. I said, because there is no chance it is going to win. I've almost come up with the conclusion now that if you miss a couple, have a dollar on the next one because that one that you wanted to bet on and won – the next one is going to lose. Fitzmagic, by the way, is still alive in the Kalgoorlie Quad, and this is he, he, he's, he's just swaggering. He's asking what his approximates are in yep. the last league. Unfortunately, One obviously, Fitzmagic has been uh, trapped in a cage and can't find out himself. He wants them to. He wants us to I'll read, read them it on out, air Fitzy, because I'm still in it too, big fella. I copied your quaddy. Yeah, hey boys, just while I rem- uh, remember too, because I have forgotten the last few times. Mm-hmm. So the, 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 what what uh, made me remind myself of that story that I just told you about that punting horror story yeah. is that he said on Monday night, Blazing Penny race nine number seven, Bendigo, Bendigo, Monday night race nine number seven, Blazing Penny. He thinks Jason Thompson's obviously the one to beat number one, but uh, maybe have a penny each way on Blazing Penny race nine number seven. Is he a real good punter? He's not bad, yeah. He goes, yeah. He goes all right. Yeah, I just want to make sure he can go on a streak because if he's already done this kind of work, you know, I'm just thinking, yeah. do I, I want to be part of this uh, this Penny Brigade? Do I want to go down Penny Lane uh, with Norwegian Wood Racing a little bit later on, the Beatles theme? Or do I want to do it? Um, I will if he's a good punter. Now, Kev the Carpenter. Um, Michael, we're thanking for this one. Tomo's being lazy with his constant nanonaps. He's got narcolepsy. It's a very difficult condition to, to cure. He just falls asleep sometimes at the wheel. Um, to be part of the epic SEN Track World Cup, download the Quaddy app and log in so you can post a Quaddy. Upload your Quaddy for the day before 11 a.m. And only your first one counts. So apparently you can put 15 on there. I've spoken about staggered Quaddies, but it'll only be the top line <laughs> one that counts. Whoever lands the biggest quaddy each day over the four days will be allocated into a group. Great marketing exercise. Well done to Jules and the entire team for putting this together because they're going to get everyone on the, on the quaddy app. I love Three. it. Three. Yeah, it still worries me. That's it. Three $100 fun bets will be placed each day with one of them having to be a quaddy, and we're uh, having a little trial here tonight. This is going to be epic, and we are pumped. Those dividends? Yep. All right, so Fitz's quaddy was $135 investment. Yeah. He's got the one, $832. He's got the four, $646. He's got the five, $958. He's got the six, $955. And he's got the eight, $1,083. Is this what he's going to get out of it? That's No, that's what the, it'll pay. Uh, and what percentage has he got? Uh, he had $135 for 100%, I believe. Okay. So, so um, I, and then, so my my one, I uh, I took numbers two, three, four, and five. So that's all I'm going to be. And is, it, is that exactly what Fitzmagic's got? No, I threw one extra in, I think, or one less. I honestly thought it fits like I love I love the Fitzman. Like he's an absolute he is uh, he's a god and a doyen. But I thought when he wanted us to read this out on air, I was going to hear twenty six thousand bucks. I'll be honest with you, Fitz. I, I, I thought I was going to hear something. No, well, the I thought it was going to be a 20, life changer. The second league paid twenty three, and then Pikey's ridden about five winners there today at um, Kalgoorlie. So someone probably would have had a Pike Pike. One out in the quaddies, so they'll be someone will be going for a fair chance. I reckon they're under they're unders for a twenty. Whenever a twenty three dollar winner gets up, you like I immediately Poppy would think well, four think, four figures yeah. minimum. Yeah, but you got to think you yeah. got to think two sixty in the first leg, twenty three dollars a dollar ninety. Yeah, I don't know. Like the last leg, 
you're looking at some of the, the horses that are in it. They're pretty. Some of them are shorter. They're three forty five dollars, five fifty, six fifty. Yeah, maybe you're right. Maybe you should be looking about the. 1500 to two grand at least. What I want people to do at home is to, is to always drink wise and look after yourself. But Popolenko did tell us in a, in a fast talking the other day that the phrase he overuses most is 100%, and he's just given us one there. So if you want to just <laughs> nothing, nothing heavy, maybe so just, a snaps or, <laughs> just a snaps or, you know, maybe game. Just, a, just something small, don't, you know, a, a cowboy. Nothing that's going to d- damage you, but maybe every time well, you uh, hear Popolenko say 100%, nice tea. quick sip. Uh, yeah, you can have a Lipton if you want. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah, you know what I'm talking about. Uh, oh, Long Island. All oh, right, yeah, okay. Uh, yes, maybe that's a bit dangerous. We've got four minutes till the next uh, the next break. Do you want to get involved in the Mitch Abaya Greyhound quiz at this point? More than happy to. Would you like a stinger here, Michael or Tomo? He's sleeping, unfortunately. Oh, goodness me, this bloke's... Neat. Wake up, Tomo. We want, we want some sort Wake of stinger up, for the quiz yeah. for Mitch. Hey, hey, Mitch is doing a quiz. Do a stinger of some kind. Tomo, hurry up. This isn't mine. Jason Bonington considers himself a champion quiz master from his appearance on Temptation. It is time for the J-Bon quiz with your quiz master, Rob Popplestone. Over to you, J-Bon. It's time for your Mitch Abaya quiz, your Peacock quiz with your host, Jason Bonington. I'd just like to give a tip for the six at Richmond. It's about $5 mark. If you'd like to then by all means do. Uh, we'll keep an eye on that. Are you ready? Yep. Okay. These are your questions. A lot of them are about records, okay? okay. So um, we, we, we take three out of five as a pass, Mark, but there's a, there's a couple of two-handers here, a couple of uh, a couple of different questions that have got a couple of different elements. Which two greyhounds have won the most Australian Greyhound of the Year titles with two apiece? Oh. Top question, Bob. Tornado Tears. Jay Bond does it again. Bong. No. Want to go have a go? To try and get half a point out of this. Well, I'm oh, I think um, it was only last year's winner went back to back from memory. eBay, who who won it last year? No. No, I, I, I probably have to. St- they're both they're both was bitches. It? Really? So Fernando Bell never ever won. He won one. He was the fastest dog going around. No, so they're both. Okay. He might have been the fastest. Oh, the question up, stands. Uphill Jill. No, Miata and Fanta Bale. Fanta Bale, you didn't get as a... Okay. Okay. Gonna, no, this, this, this could be a long quiz. How, how, how many millionaire greyhounds are there in Australia? And how many can you name? Okay, so I'll say um, Tommy Shelby. One. Fanta Bale. Two. Um, Fernando. Three. I'm writing these down as I do it. Um... Tornado Tears. Four. Quattro. Um, Who else has won the million dollar races? Yeah, yeah. Um, Handsome Prince. Have. Now, this riot dog, I'm just trying to think of the thing's first name. <clears throat> oh, sometimes Lego, sometimes Lego. when you go and get your palm read and all the rest of it, you, you know, you go to a... Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. I just... There's that many... I was going to say that many riots, but there's that many dogs that have the name Riot that I just can't. They get back into lockdowns now. The dog who was go- the other million? Who was the other million the, dollar yeah, chase the- winner? Oh, good Otterada. Yeah, okay. No more help. That's it. You've so far got six. Are yeah. you happy that and six then, is here? Uh, the Riot dog won it. I don't know the name of the Riot dog, but Lego Gian trained off box seven. Uh, Mystic, Mystic Riot. That's the one. So, you've, so is that where you're going to leave it? 
No, that's seven. Yeah. I, I reckon I'm missing maybe one or two. I'm going to say I'm missing. Your countdown clock has begun. I'm going to say there is nine on the million-dollar list. Ba-boom, there's eight. Oh, You're I only missing I was... one. And the other one was, in fact, the fourth highest earner of all time, Diner that... Double One. Yeah, yeah okay. Um, That's a good get, though. He's done well. Yeah, he's done. He, he, he has wow. done. He, he has done well. I mean, you tell me. I haven't done well when I just keep winning every sale Sundays. But you know, everyone gets judged <laughs> by different uh, standards. Name the date of this year's inaugural Phoenix to be staged at the Meadows. Oh, I should know this. Uh, well, you, I'm sure you've said it before. You're like, sure you've yeah, promoted it somewhere I before. Have. Don't disappoint Ash Baker. December and Jess Tubbs and the whole team out there. Eddie and Olympia, there listening. Stop, stop it. December, it's either the 15th or the 28th. It's neither of those. Put it that way. Oh, okay. I thought trouble. it was the 12th. Hybridise a couple of those thoughts there. Yeah, 18. December 18, we'll that's give that it. to him because he understood uh, what hybridise was. Yeah. That, that's why we give it to him because I, I thought I might have got him on hybridise. Um, the, verticality well, verticality. Quiz, the verticality of this quiz <laughs> is getting me going. We're going to go to a break in a minute. Two more questions. What was Fernando Bale's longest winning streak? 19. 16. What? 16. 16 wins. I'd like to go back and have a look at that. Uh, you can you can look wherever you want. Uh, I, I'd use Google. Uh, you can phone a friend, whatever you like. I mean, I did look these things up before I asked you. Uh, and the last one I is, who is the youngest group one winning trainer in Aussie history and how old were they? Kayla Cottrell. Yes. 18. Yeah, she's finished strong. Well done wow. to the peacock. Very good. The feathers good. are up and about. Sales in five minutes. We'll go to the break right now, but beforehand we'll give our tips. Race four. Away you go, peacock. Oh, uh, yes, so my tip, I was going to get Now that. would be great. Yeah, well, uh, Queen be... Kathleen, I've got my 100 on. It's my, I think it, I think it wins Queen Kathleen. The seven. You? Okay. Um, no, I, I think that the red, Lacey Rose, it can spear the lids and lead them up. Break and back with race for its sale because, I'll tell you what, it's sale Sundays on SEN Track. Live around Australia on SEN Track. You're listening to Sale Sundays. Sale Sundays. Gray's Bistro open for takeaway at the Sale Greyhound Club. Welcome back on SEN Track to Sale Sundays with Jason Bonington, myself, the Peacock, and Michael Thompson, as well as Rob Popplestone down in Sale. And don't we all wish we could be down at Sale at the moment? Comfortable sports lounge, uh, placing a few bets and having a few drinks with friends. Obviously can't be doing that at the moment, but we've got uh, race number four coming up at Sale now in 20 seconds' time. Jabon, you're with the seven as one of your best bets on the card. I am. Uh, she's got the best time. She begins fast, goes well from box seven. And the last start, you know who beat her last start? Yep, I do. Hot Shana? Yep. Who won, won again last, last night? night. Cranny. So, bit of form, Frank, there. Yep. I, I, yeah. I, and I need this. Um, and I know it's only a trial for the World Cup, but this would put me back in back in the game. Well, what it also would do would probably allow you to puff the chest out a little bit because you hate being beaten in anything. And I do. I, I, I actually like yeah. it. I've said, no, I've I said before. Especially our game after... And you had, and, and I did I did have the wood on you in that game the uh, throwing the little balls and the bottle into the uh, basket you've been you beat you're, you're on a hot streak which is number Here's one Dan Malecki. tap venue mode four hundred and forty meter I want to be leading here I reckon I can lead the red and they're getting close now the bay is on the red last few being loaded green lights on in fact they're all set Lil rolls come on bomb bagger Lico Nicky box four the favourite it'll spear out the four 
And they're racing. They jumped across. very quickly. Lilico Nikki landed a length and a half in front. Queen Kathleen moved up on the outside second and trying to get I'm through underneath of those. Is reimagined, followed by Dundee Reactor. Next week, just needed time from Wally Hook out wide. Eight lengths off them and well back to Zardora. As they turn for home, the leader is Lilico Nikki. It straightens up about a length and a half in front of the outside Queen Kathleen, but Lilico oh, Nikki is no. too strong. Lilico Nikki wins it from Queen Kathleen. Leaders then reimagine. Uh, next time would have been done What's the time? What's the time? Dora well, in behind Lacey Rose with just yeah. needed time and Wally Hook was never 19. really a factor. 24.98 was the time. I mean, that, the, I mean, how, how on earth can you, how can you, how can you predict, predict that will happen? That it'll, it'll run 24.98 here. So it's, it's led, this, this is no joke, it's led the last two times at Hillsville. It's lost to 9-9 nine, nine and My Name's Phil. My Name's Phil come out and blew them away today. Very, very good dog. Mm. But it's led them up over 350 and got done by under a length and a nose in those two races. And it comes out and just holds off Queen Kathleen who's been going around sale the last few weeks. I just feel... I, that I, makes I, it ill. I had, a, I had a couple like this last night. I, I, I'm nauseous. Um, I'll tell you what we should do. We're not far away from the start of the quaddy and the staying alive for six. We know that it's all a little bit pretend, but we're living, in, we're living in our own fantasy world, which I have done for 41 and a half years. 41 and three quarter. Where you go, Tomo. Now, on Sale Sundays, it's time for the boys to try and stay alive for six. I wouldn't mind staying alive for one at the minute. Do you, will you get into the, a bit of a dance then? Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to see my time to talk. You're not, I can't stand. I just want to let you know. <laughs> The falsetto's let me down there. Uh, staying alive for six. I'll go first. Yeah, you go first. Because normally it, you take about 10 minutes to collect your thoughts. There's a cat that I live with that's like you. It takes 20 minutes to make a decision. Looks at you like it wants to jump up in your lap, and then <clears throat> you just have to wait. And as soon as you want to get out, that's when it goes. Are you saying that's that when I'm it a goes. cat? Uh, you're a dingo. Uh, staying alive yeah. for six. My number's here. Popolenko. Yes. Eight. Eight. Uno. Uno. Quattro. Quattro. Six. Se. Uno. Uh, uno. Dos. Dos is, is is Dos is that two in German? Is it? Is this German or Italian? I got no I got, idea. I think I, I think I'm I'm, I'm mixing them. Can I just read them out normally. I, can't, <laughs> ca- calm down. You got hybridized. I thought I thought maybe you'd been doing some yeah, reading during the pandemic. Just me with the listeners. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Eight one eight one four six one two. Eight one four six one two is my staying alive for six. And I was on a really good streak early. And it's fair to say I've 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 hit the skids, but. Uh, are you normally, if I don't begin well, I finish well, or I haven't begun well. Uh, Peacock. Yes, I'll give you my numbers right now. Can you do it in French, Mitch, just to change things up a bit? Un, deux, trois, quatre, oh, cinq, six, six, huit, neuf, dix, onze. As they're off in the last leg of the Kalgoorlie Quaddy, which, uh, what do we need, numbers? One, two, I don't think you had one. No, Fitz has got the one. Okay. But I just need, need numbers two, four, five, or six, either of them to win. Um, Safs. Not maths. Staying alive for six is called SAFs. Right. So there's maths and this is SAFs. Okay. The yeah. six, six in the first league. Six. Um, one. Six. One. Uno. Four. Quatro. <laughs> Sorry, make that one. Four. Quatro. <laughs> one. Yeah. Uno. Um, and two in the last. And did you say two in the last? Yep, two in the last. Sorry, Dan Malecki spoke over the top of me. Come on, How get dare up. He. This 10's going to win and yeah, it is actually. Over. Exactly the same. Oh, no, it's not. Oh, who's that? Nurse Kitchen, where did you come from? Who was it? It's a, five, it's a six or a five, so you're in. 
Six, I reckon it is. No, is it? No, it's not. It's the wider one. Who's that? No, no, it's the one in the middle. So Fitz got it and you didn't. I left the one out. Well, why did you do that? I should have copied his quaddy. Didn't you copy it all the way until now? No, I uh, I altered. I took his first leg and third leg, and I just tinkered the last one. I didn't. I, I left the one out. I don't know why. I mean, I I, I, Silly. I I have done a psychology degree. I want to lay you down on the couch now for a bit. I chose to go with his first and third legs, and then I tinkered no, with I the final took, leg. I took what I take. Let's I took, talk. He had the eight in it, and mm-hmm. he, had, he had one, four, five, six, and eight. And I just went two, four, five, six. You know what? Since we've done SAFs, you know what we should do next? Because we want to get Tomo as involved as we can, and he loves the stingers. So, quaddies! No, it's, it's more just a, it's, it's a funny one. Uh, that one, it's, uh, it, it doesn't shock me as much as it used to. Do you want me to go first here again? Yeah, I'm pretty flat now. Uh, that's okay. Uh, you, you, you oscillate wildly, which I love. You know, they say they say most personalities are between four and six out of ten at all times. They just go up and down. I love you're like me. You go from one to ten, nine, seven, four, zero, nine, nine. Nine, eight, two, as, ten. As, as Fitch just sent me a message, one thousand and sixty-three dollars. Bang. Yeah, I, I, can't, I can't relate. Yeah, thanks, fellow. Yeah, On your Fitch magic. Wait till I meet you in the World Cup, and we'll find out who's who in the zoo. That makes me sick. What am yeah, I? No, doing? he's a great man. I'll tell you what. He dominates the quaddies, Fitz. He's the he's the best. He is yeah. the best here. There's no oh. doubt about it. So that's going to be a big edge for him. I can't believe I left that out. I just. Um, while you um, while you go into a corner to uh, cry quietly away from the microphone, field for me in the first leg, please, Popolenko. Yep, done. One, two, and eight in the second leg. Field one, two, and eight, yes. Uh, I was told I could only play the favourite or the field, and uh, I've decided to uh, be rebellious as normal. Four and six in a very... This is I'm being, I'm being aggressive, as John Malkovich would say, in rounders. Four and six in the third leg. Yes. And I'm finishing off with three, six, and seven. Three, six, and seven. So what's that? Eight, twenty-four, one hundred and forty-four. Yeah, okay. So I'll get about thirty-six percent or something like that, maybe. I reckon. So what are we doing there? Is it a fifty-dollar quaddy or a hundred-dollar quaddy? Uh, bugger, we'll do a hundred-dollar quaddy. Yeah, yeah, it is. It's hundred, isn't it? Because we're doing the competition to a hundred. Yes, I'll, I'll, I'll get the calculator out now while while you read your quaddy out, please, Peacock. I'm just messaging Fitz. He's. I uh, he said that's two quaddies for the day, and I feel like an absolute peanut. Focus on the job at hand. I am. Field. 69.44%. Field? Yep. One, two, yes. seven, eight. Yes. Four, one out. Four, one out in the third leg, yes. One, three, four, six in the last leg. One, four, what do you say? One, three, four, six. One, three, four, six. I actually really like Done. the four in that leg, by the way. times that. What's that, 128? 128, yep. Okay. So you're sitting in a very similar percentage. What are you, 70-something? Uh, do you want me to do it again? Yeah, yeah. What, 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 what was it? $128. $128, yeah, so I'll tell you. 100 I say how many. How many 128 uh, equals? Uh, he's got 78.13%. 78.125, but we round up. 78.13%. Uh, a few texts that have come through. Um the story made me feel sick. Uh, what was the bet? How much? I think that was um, that was going back yeah. to Poppy's brother. Uh, Magic, read your brought yourself. Most arrogant bloke on SEN behind Bonza. It, it'd be it'd be a photo finish, wouldn't it? It'd be a developed print. Um, uh, but love it. Uh, how much did you have on Queen Kathleen Bond? Not a huge bet, I've got to say, but um, I still wanted it to win. 
um, for pride as well as the punt. As uh, Tomo's coming in, interfering with me, he's, uh, he's, he consents big in 2021, uh, and I don't like being touched like that. Seven at sale. Uh, that's been and gone. I just tuned in to hear Bonner say he tinkered with someone's third leg. I thought I got the wrong station. Um, well, I didn't do any tinkering, and it was a it was the fourth leg. Try and work that out, Jake. Now I've got you, haven't I? I've been watching a lot of <laughs> I've been watching a lot of Dark Side of the Ring actually on SBS on demand. The wrestling uh, documentaries. Oh, Jesus, what sad. was it like? So they're, they're terrific. But they're, I mean, they're all horror stories. And Jake the Snake uh, was, of course, one of the heroes. I, I probably had about a year. Or 18 months when I was in, like, the end of primary school where I really got into wrestling big time. And uh, the, stories are, the stories are fantastic. And, uh, and Tomo, who's just on fire tonight, he, he must have a word count that he has to get to so he, get, he can retain employment here. <laughs> uh, recommended watching the Chris Benoit and Owen Hart Dark Side of the Ring. I'm only one, one episode into Chris Benoit. That's, a, that's, a, that's the ultimate horror story. As is Owen Hart, the bloke fell... 80 feet. They hooked him up with a bad cable and he was doing a stunt and he just went smack into the ring. Jeez. So, finish up. so we're talking, well... The, <laughs> the one at Mandrew, by the uh, way. He didn't, he didn't survive. Uh, no, he didn't, unfortunately. Um, Owen's, yeah, his wife... Tomo's right into this. You knew Tomo would be a wrestling fan. Wife oh, Martha uh, has declared he will never be in the Hall of Fame. No, because they don't want to glorify wrestling. But um, if you're at a loose end during the lockdown period, I do recommend some of those episodes of Dark Side of the Ring. And I just got that in my mind because of Jake the Snake texting in. Uh, well, what's I, it on? Is it Netflix? Or? No, I, I pretty much solely. I, I've been living now for months off SBS On Demand. Like, I'll, like Okay, yeah. really? They have the best documentaries, the best... Like that Watergate that I was talking about, there's Hemingway on there. I watched, I watched the, uh, a whole, there's a series on the First Ladies. Admittedly, this isn't everyone's taste, but they, they're just, they're stunningly done. Most of the Netflix documentaries are trash, in my opinion. I reckon I yeah. got through all the good ones within uh, six months of start, like three months yeah. of starting them or something. I like the probably. Staircase documentary. You've you told me staircase? that. I've, I've, I've got to commit myself to that at some point. Yeah. I, um, there was... Um yeah, no, I can't remember now. Don't worry. About it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, I hate that highly. No, I, I have always. Oh, that's right. Yeah, I was going to say on SBS Live. I wanted to watch. What's that guy? That really cool guy that passed away, unfortunately, that travelled and the cooking show. Oh yes, Anthony Bourdain. Yeah, I wanted to. I wanted to watch his his seasons are on SBS on demand. I wanted to watch that. Well, it's a bloody shame, Poppy. We can't get to the cinema because there's a ripper. They've made a documentary of his last year. Um, or his last okay. 18 months, and I, I would just absolutely gag to see that. Um, I, I had an up-and-down relationship with Anthony Bourdain, but he was, gee, he led a life. Uh, oh, ripper. Um, what was a Kitchen Confidential? He was a, he was a chef and then an author, uh, drug addict early doors, got himself cleaned up and became a huge megastar. So um, definitely worth watching anything to do with him as well. Parts Unknown. And, yes. uh, and all the rest. So, uh, yep, yeah, you can get stuck into that because we're going to be getting stuck into TV shows, apart from Peacock, who doesn't like uh, TV or music or anything in life apart from greyhound racing and, and dominating the punt. Forget it. Yeah, I've got a, I've got a tip here at Albion Park. Go for Four. it. I think it uh, was unlucky last week to lose. It, mind you, it's, uh, it's a bit of a Tom Melbourne. 36 starts, five wins, 18 placings, and it's come second 
six times in its last 10 starts. So uh, I, I just query, but I think this thing will be off out in the front. And if something can reel it in, good on them. Have you got a fast talking ready for us when we come back from this break? Have, have indeed ready to go, boys. I might go first this weekend. I'm just looking at the okay. SEN track uh, Twitter and, the, and uh, uh, Miles Fitzner. Seriously. Period. Today. Ellipses. Wow. Four exclamation points. He's giving himself a good lick there, but so are yeah, plenty of the fans. He, he king, it, he huge results, still the king. Moles, aquatic king, get around him. Bang legend today was off the chain. Thanks, dreams can come true. God bless him. <laughs> yeah, well, I, I made the silly mistake and changed that last leg. And I can't talk about that anymore. I'm sorry. I, I, later, and you, you will be paying for the session because I won't listen to it for no money. If you have to talk about why you're taking two legs of... Miles is quitting and you're tinkering with the last leg. We'll sit you on the couch. It's $250 for an hour. We'll go to a break now, come back and get stuck into fast talking. Live around Australia on SEN Track, you're listening to Sale Sundays. Sale Sundays, Gray's Bistro, open for takeaway at the Sale Greyhound Club. Welcome back to Sale Sundays. Yeah, welcome to a great show, Playtime Trackside. Also, we'll have some, uh, I've got a South African from yeah. Germany here, um, ca- comfortable sports lounge and uh, great racing as well. It's time to get involved, and I'll go first for the first time in a few weeks, a little segment that we call Fast Talking. Now on Sale Sundays, it's time for Fast Talking. All right, I'm primed and ready to go four minutes until sale. Okay, I guess the, uh, the the background to this is the listeners getting to know the host, Jay Bond and Mitch, just what sort of people they are, and this will give you another indication, I reckon, oh in some dear. ways. Uh, speaking of which, uh, Dan Malecki said thanks, Jay Bond, for um, for pressing me to shout him a uh, chicken parmesan chips and salad with a bottle of water. Oh, God so, bless. Uh, so, Dan, Dan I, I said to Dan that uh, Jay Bond was on me to look after you, so I went up there and said to Jay Bonner, press me, and he was very thankful. So if he thanks you for it, now you know what it was about. I, I wish I, I wish I believed you were telling the truth. Um, no, I was. Oh, I fantastic. That's great. All right, fast talking. Here we go. What would you choose? A greyhound that is yet to race but showing some really good signs in trials or 10,000 cash? <laughs> 10,000 cash. To know the date of your death or to know how you're going to die? Woo! Uh, know how I'm going to die so I can maybe circumvent the thing if it's, if it's, if it's, pretty, if it's pretty awful. Really? Okay. Yeah. Now, you've got a four-leg multi costing $10 to win 1000 yeah. Three legs in. And in the final, fourth and final leg, $1.20 favourite has started to drift out to $1.70. You can cash out at 500 What do you choose? And what am I going to get if it lobs? If it lobs, you're going to get 1000 Oh. Uh, no, I'll let it ride. Let it ride for the 1000 Yeah. All right. Uh, now, to win 10000 you can choose to kick for goal directly in front from 40 metres, <laughs> take a soccer penalty, or hit a free throw. What do you choose? Oh, every day of the week. I mean, I, for those who don't know, I, 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 I oh, could have played for the Supercats. Yeah. I just nailed the free throws. I put 50 in a row, free oh, throws. That's why I beat you in the bin game. That's not basketball. <laughs> that's, that's a bin game. Uh, you not are living in a fantasy world. Fast talking continues. A mate invites you to Vegas. Airfare, accommodation, expenses, and punting cash included. But your partner doesn't want you to go. What do you do? Oh, I mean, I've been here before. I, I go. I, and, 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 and I, 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 I work my way around it. Don't you laugh, eBay. You're going to answer these soon. Yeah. Uh, you come home to find your partner has invited a lifelong female friend who also happens to be a lingerie <laughs> model to board with you for 12 months. Is that okay? 
Yes. Yeah, it's fine. Uh, we'll give our tips out for race five as we're going through. I'm going centre here. I'm Norwegian Wood, the six. All right, we can continue. Okay. Yeah, it's fine. It's here. Yeah, we can we can do that. You come you come home to find your partner has invited a long lost male friend who was also an underwear model to board with you for twelve months. Is that okay? He won't be staying. <laughs> He'll be staying. He, he won't be staying. He'll be staying. He won't be there. In the slab. Yeah, no, he's yeah, he, he gone. You have a champion greyhound that has earned you many tens of thousands of dollars, but your partner wants you to sell the dog to buy a new car. Now, again, and fortunately, after four decades, I found one that wouldn't make me do it. So, yes, no, 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 no way. You find a satchel of money containing $5,000 right outside the police station. Do you walk in or pick it up and keep walking? No, if it's, if, if, if it's in a duffel bag or a satchel, I'll, I'll take it into the cops because I reckon no one's going to come and claim it. And, and if you don't claim it, you get it. So I'm, I'm, I'm handing it in and just and riding the lightning. Because I, hey, I, don't, I, I don't want drug dealers chasing me. No, no, true. Nah. A mate asks you to borrow $20 to put on a quaddy. He gets the quaddy for 100% and it pays 20000 What do you expect back? Well, I'm going to actually – I can relate to this. You know, I, you know what I expect back? I can relate to this. I, I expect back – I expect back the twenty, and I, and if he was a good bloke, I'd want maybe five hundred. I don't want ten thousand already. All right, do you I'm want actually, to, I'll, I'll finish this off after this race, boys. All right, what do you I'm, think? I'm actually saying I can relate to this, and it's I can show you on my phone. Well, there's a movie, there's a Nicolas Cage movie about um, them splitting a, a lotto ticket that ends up winning. That's quite similar, like it, and it would have happened in life a lot, wouldn't it? Sure. Where someone said, "Oh, you put you you you, you put the, the you put it on, I'll pay you later as well." And and if you didn't actually invest, if you didn't give the money, are you pronounced ethical questions left, right, and centre? Race five. Here's Dan Maliki. He's got his chicken parmigiana. Dr. Macy, he's hydrated. It's still solid, so it's good money that's coming for Dr. Maki. This thing will win the six Norwegian wood. Well, we have to find out what actual bad money is. Centers at five dollars. Norwegian wood at six fifty. And huh? shot costs are likewise six fifty. One on one on Friday, set. but I think it wants off the track. So. Centre, centre. As the uh, lure rolls, they're ready. Come race on, five. Dr. Niki runs favourite box four. They're racing. He was a bit slow to begin. Away well was Dr. Macy on the inside and into that first bend. It led narrowly. Two in second spot was my wanderer. Descent right there. Wider out was centre. Running up behind them. Shot fossil. Three lengths simple for you. Dr. Niki a mile back and then Norwegian Wood. But Dr. Macy got clear. Race four in front heading up to the home turn. My wanderer second. Then came centre followed by Descent. Further back simple for you. But it's all Dr. Macy. Right. And it's not Dr. my night. Macy roared away and won by six. Second place to my Wanderer from centre. Then came Descent. It's not my uh, Further back then to uh, Shot Fossil. Symbol for you. Uh, Dr. Niki was never really a chance. Norwegian Wood was in the second half of the field. 29.46 was the time. Oh, it's not great. I mean, we're involved in the quaddy. Uh, when you have the field, there's every chance you probably will be involved in the quaddy after the first leg. But um, yeah. uh, my wonder, it was actually a demolition job in the end. It was. It absolutely When it began that well, uh, it was going to be very, very hard to beat. I honestly, has it ever shown, like, is it, is it normally, it's not that quick normally, is it? No. Yeah, well, it's, it's usually a wide runner. And, and and that previous winner earlier normally doesn't go sub-25, but, you know, strange things happen and we go with around the twist. Let's continue fast talking. We'll do that. So you're out of your – so at the moment eBay's got $820 in the bank with a race to come, race seven, number four, for his, uh, for his warm-up to the real stuff. Uh, both alive in the quaddy, but, J-Bon, you're alive and staying alive for six and eBay's out. Oh, something. All right. Something yeah, for a battle. Something. Something out of the wreck. All right, here we go. Uh... You borrow $20 from a mate. 
to put on a quaddy. You get the quaddy for 100% and it pays 20000 What do you give back to your mate? Yeah, this is... Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, 500 Okay. As part of an inheritance, you have the choice of a precious vase valued at $10,000 or a well-bred greyhound that is currently being reared. Uh, no, the, 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 the greyhound. Because I, I don't know. I'll probably drop the vase as soon as I pick it up. <laughs> You go to your local tote and you find an unclaimed tote ticket voucher worth $220 in the machine. What do you do? Yeah, I'm taking it, I reckon. That. I'm taking that one. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm so- People have done it to me before. Like, it's karma. You're with a group of mates at the Greyhounds and only you get invited back to a karaoke party at the Crown Apartments by Lady Gaga and Rhiannon. What do you tell your mates? See you tomorrow. <laughs> but it's been fun. Have a great day. If, if, I, if, I finish up, if I finish up with Gargo by two, I'll meet you out somewhere else. But I, I, au revoir. All right. No worries. All right. That's it, boys. That's it. There's, uh, there's, I thought I'd change it up this week. I like that. There's, 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 there's a lot of highly. ethical questions, you know, interesting with the lockdown and everything, a lot of ethical questions. Um, and you, did you, were you saying you had some experience? Did you, yeah. did you have a little story so to tell us, I'll, Peacock I'll, Arena? I'll wait. I'll, I'll, at the time of the um, question, I'll... Reveal. All right, you're producing your own show now, okay? So uh, Peacock's deciding when he's going to reveal certain things on the show. There's still the J-Bond quiz to come. There I, is. I, will, uh, I, I, I thought we might have had Petey, so I'm going to have to come up with some questions for you, Papalango, between now and when we knock off. I'll probably only be six or seven this week, but Not a I'll be doing fast talking there. You'll be doing fast talking. There's a story to come. So plenty more to look forward to. Uh, did you, what did you do in the first leg of the quarter? Did you play field as well? Yep. Okay, that wasn't a great result. Who have you got it tomorrow, by the way? Because you, you, you're staring with those peacock eyes. The two, I don't know if it wants those to peacock eyes, those yeah. peacock eyes. You see it, describe it. It's got a massive motor. It's one of Watchy's favourites. Nicolina. Who is it, the two? Yeah, Nicolina. It's, a, it's, a, it's got a big motor, but it's a bit of a... Uh, yeah, it's... it's it's not. It's, it doesn't look like it's doing it. Like it's doing everything to win the no, race. There, no, it, it has exactly. to be said. Just saying, I'm pretty happy to finish in the peloton and yep. uh, go home and, and get a feed. Um, you know what? We've got a few minutes up our sleeves before the next break. Why don't we go straight into the fast talking with, uh, with, with Peacock? And you know what? Great opportunity for Tomo to play the stinger again. All right. Now on Sale Sundays, it's time for fast talking. All right, here we go, boys. Fast talking with Mitch Abaya this time. What would you choose, Mitch? A greyhound that is yet to race but showing some really good signs in trials or $10,000 no. in cash? The greyhound. Oh, you went for the greyhound. The greyhound. Jay Bond went for the cash. Now, now, you... now, now we're all sorted. I've got the cash. Yeah. We'll go Harvey's in the $5,000 and we'll go Harvey's in the dog. Here we go. Uh, to know the date of your death or to know how you're going to die? I want to know the date of my death so I can enjoy whatever's left of it. Promise you it's coming at some point. No, I know. Uh, yeah. You've got a four-leg multi, $10 to win a thousand, three legs in, but the dollar twenty-fourth league favourite has drifted to a dollar seventy. You can cash out at five hundred. What do you choose? Um, I'd probably let it ride and then probably lay the favourite. Knowing, okay. a, knowing a couple of your stories, if you'd said cash out when other times IRL, that's in real life for the kids at home, if you'd said you were going to cash out then, we'd have to add another hour into your psychology session, I'll be honest with yeah. you. We continue. But but I think the showing improvement, Jay Bond, because he said he'd lay the favourite. Yeah. He, Whereas <laughs> it, where his previous stories that he's told us, there's been no laying of oh, favourites. A, a moment ago, he was in a quaddy and there was only one uh, horse that he didn't have with, with fits and he, <laughs> he didn't put anything on it. So we're making very – it's baby steps. 
Yeah, it is. Uh, eBay, uh, to win 10,000, you can choose to kick for goal directly in front from 40 metres. Yep, that'll do me. Take a soccer penalty or hit a free throw. What do uh, you choose? 40 metres out directly in front every day of yeah. the week. Which foot left or right, you tell me. <laughs> is that right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, He's actually probably feet. right. I would actually back him in to do it. Yeah. Good on you. That's the way. Well, Dad, Dad could kick a footy. We yeah. kicked footy for I mean, you, ever. You, I mean, you're clearly, you're clearly not him. Uh, no. Don't start comparing yourself to the old man who played no, for Port I'm Melbourne. Not. Okay. I made, I liked that chat with your old man last week, by the way. It was a ripper. Yeah. It. A, a mate invites you to Vegas. Airfare, accommodation, expenses, and some <laughs> punting clashing included. But your partner, <laughs> Mitchie Boy, doesn't want you to go. What do you do? Miranda's listening uh, probably, too. That's the best. She probably yeah. is listening. Um, and... Oh, it depends. <laughs> so I go to Vegas and win, win a stack while you I'm don't home. know that, mate. Basically, are you going or are you, are you, or, or are you under the thumb? Oh, I've got a funny feeling. I know the yeah, answer. This, by the way, I'm partially under the thumb. But <laughs> I guarantee you, I ain't going. Nah, prob- probably not going because I do five days of radio and work full time at the same time. So uh, you come home to find your partner is invited a long life female friend. She just happens to be a lingerie model, so um, she's invited to board with you for twelve months. All okay with that? Nah, she's not staying there. No, no, nah, because I'll. Uh... You'll what? You'll what? 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 What are you going to do? No, I was just going to say, going I'll, never, I'll never hear the end of it. But the body misses brings her over, and I'll be like, nah, sorry, you can't st- you're not staying because you're not going to trust you at home, is she? You know what you should change the next one to, Poppy? Uh, uh, Miranda brings Jabon over to stay for, tw- for 12 yeah, months. What fine. do you do? It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but see, this, this is your no, partner. Because... So, so Miranda's actually invited a female friend to come and stay with you for 12 So she's got no problems. Yeah, but no. You're okay? No, I know, but, but it's like. I don't know. I, I think of it the other way. Is if I was to invite a mate over who was mm-hmm. made me look stupid. Yep. You know? Go on. Yeah. Well, it leads me to the next question. You come home to find your partner is invited mm. a long-lost male friend who's also an underwear model. Gorgeous-looking guy, this bloke. Yep. He's going to board with you for 12 months. All okay? Uh, I'd probably pull the rifle out of the cabinet, <laughs> which Miranda and I were actually walking around our property doing yesterday, going around looking for a few bunnies. Okay, there's a rifle yep. there. I've, I was yeah. marking that down. Yeah. Yep. I've had my uh, yep. gun license since I was 12, mate. Yeah, for something well. yeah, for you guys out there. Yeah, you're allowed to get you under your parents. Yeah, real little Charlton Heston, you are. Uh, you've got a champion greyhound that has earned you many tens of thousands of dollars, but your partner would love a new car, and she wants you to sell the dog. Um, no, I wouldn't sell the dog because the dog's been good to me. Mm. And Miranda, I like to hope she wouldn't think that way. Uh, you find a satchel of money containing $5,000 right outside the police station. Do you walk it in or do you pick it up and keep walking? I'd probably take half out and walk it in. <laughs> I mate you might need you that borrow... rifle after that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. A mate asks you to borrow $20 to put on a quaddy. He gets the quaddy for 100% and it pays $20,000. What do you expect? All right, so I'll give you a real-life scenario. Yes. A mate of mine the other day said that he's been struggling and, you know, he actually had to pay some bloke uh, for a pup. Mm-hmm. And said he, you know, had this going on. His partner couldn't work. She's studying. Da 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 da. Mm-hmm. He said, "Any chance I could borrow a hundred bucks to get me through to Wednesday?" Yep. And then the next day, they get me through to about breakfast. Anyway, no, the, yeah. No, no, no joke. He asked me for hundred bucks. Yeah. I never met him in person. You've never met him. I've never met him in person. But I spoke to him on the phone a couple of times about dogs and thought, you know, I'm, I'm a good bloke. I'll lend him some cash. Yeah. The next day, he sent. He puts a bet slip in the. Uh, Group chat, and it was I don't know a fifty dollar multi. Yeah, and I said, mate, just be careful. Like you got a hundred bucks. That that next day, mm. no, about sorry, three days later. Yes, he paid me back. Paid me back the hundred. Yes, but that day 
He won 35000 And I'm not kidding you. You're joking. He won 35000 And I'll show you in the group chat all the bets he was chucking on. That is a ripper. That, that, I mean, well, it's good for him. Yeah. He paid me about my hundred, but I'll, I'll be honest never, with you. Oh, just, just a little original. bit, just a little bit of uh, big brotherly advice, and, and well done to this bloke for paying you back. But if a bloke's gone through all the mates that he sees all the time, and then he's going to somebody that he's he doesn't oh, yeah. he doesn't, so, I, I, I'm happy to lend anybody. Like I, 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 oh, I'm, I'm I've, I've lent six hundred and fifty nine thousand people money, but yeah. I'm happy to do it, uh, and, and and had and snip people myself. But it's uh, but uh, it, be careful. All right, no, next I know, one. No, I know. And yeah. that's what it was. I thought 100 bucks helped the poor fellow out. He's had a bit of a rough run. Da 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 da. Well, uh, Poppy, would you have blown up Deluxe just seeing the bet slip in the first place? Oh, I sent yeah, it to I, a mate. I, I, would, I wouldn't have been happy that no, I wouldn't I, have been happy I, with the I bet slip. I screenshot it and sent it to a mate. Even said, though I know every time I lend blokes I money, said, that's exactly what they're I doing said, with it. I said, oh, like, I don't know if this is right. Like, if, if in my heart, a bit like the stealing the food situation, J Bond, that we were talking about the other yes. day, but in my heart, <laughs> if, I've asked, if I know I've asked someone for cash, there, there is not a chance I'm posting in a group chat. It's supposed to be for Bill. Like, you would think – you don't ask in – well, no, that's not true, like I say. Well, he said that this dog this dog that he was had to pay off, the bloke had held it back for an extra couple of months or something because – and I thought, well, he's obviously just one of those far away sort of punters that just goes, boom, and just tries it. Yeah. This, this one's yeah. had a happy ending. We continue, Bobby. Anyway. All right. Uh, you borrow, you do, Mitch, $20 from a mate to put on a quaddy. Uh, you get the quaddy for 100%, it pays twenty grand. What do you give back to your mate? I'll probably give him 1000 yeah. Did you yeah. just want to say that to look like a five hundred dollar better bloke than me? No. Or, yeah, that, no. that's how I feel about it. No, 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 because it, it's a bit like my thing the other day. Like if if I don't get if he doesn't lend me that twenty bucks, then I've got zero. Yeah, you yeah. Know? You, you, so de- like, you definitely give him back. You, you definitely give him back a, yeah, a decent code. Yeah, you? exactly. And it was funny because I was telling my mate about that one the other day, mm. and he goes, "Like if that was me, I would have slung you. You know, yeah, hundred or two hundred on top of what you gave me." But I said, "Oh, mate, I don't care." As part of an inheritance, you have the choice of a beautiful, precious vase valued at $10,000 or a well-bred greyhound that is currently being reared. Yeah, well, we know which way this is going. The vase. The dog. Yeah. Oh, that's a shot. The vase. I don't... Yeah. You go down to your local TAB, you find an unclaimed tote ticket voucher worth two twenty in the machine. What do you do with it? Uh, well, from past experience, it uh, you keep gets it. scanned and away you go. it's valid and away you go. Yes. Yeah, yeah. No, I, fair enough. I'm not, I'm what not about joking. you, Bobby? I'm not joking. Uh, look, I'll, I'll stand by the machine for a little while. Uh, or, I did. Or keep an eye on the machine. If a bloke came back to, and he looked distressed, then I'd let him know what, what he had lost and how much was it for. So and... one day at the local pub down the road when I was used to go to uni, yeah, I mm-hmm. popped in on the way home. Home and used to walk to my car past the pub, and I thought oh, I'll have a few little flutters and this, that, and the other. And there was three blokes playing pool, mm-hmm. and there was no one in the bedding area yeah. and I walked up to the machine and there was a voucher in there 200 clams did you go to the pool table the, well I'm not going to offer them because they're going to say oh that was mine mm. so I just stood there and waited and it's waited. a hard one if it's an actual bet if it's an actual bet slip it's different isn't it because you can say like, you can say okay it was yours what did you have but voucher. if it's a voucher yeah yeah where you go yeah and then uh, I just waited oh, well, I sat there for half an hour actually I've lost, the, I've lost them before and um, you no took them came, probably so I just thought oh well Finest keepers. All right. Well done. All right. Hey, listen, final one. You're with, I'm just going to change this up a bit. You're with a group of mates at the Greyhounds. You've mm-hmm. got the first two legs of the quad in. They've both paid in excess of $30. You've got field, field in the last two legs for 100%. But you've been invited back to a karaoke party <laughs> and the third leg at the Crown Apartments by Lady Gaga and Rhiannon. What do you do with your mates? 
What, are you saying do I leave do the you, mates do, there and go? Yeah, do you do, no, do you go? There's no, there's not, there's not a chance. If if we've got the field field in the last two legs, we're riding this bad boy home. <laughs> I reckon. That, I mean, that's a different scenario we're because, because, because it's not you might down, be able to just about you might be able to bribe your way into the party. The, we're drinking the bar, and the best bit of it is. Lady Gaga is the only famous one because that's twice in a row Poppy said Rihanna instead of Rihanna. So Rihanna's Rihanna. just a bird. Yeah. So you've got Lady Gaga and just some other bird that we don't even know. Just named Rhiannon. Race four at Cranbourne's on right now. It's a good Sale. race, but sales coming up as well. One minute away. Your thoughts here? Well, Security Man is the best dog in the race. Uh, he was upset last week. And I oh, just, I think the box draw, is it, it's going to suit him this week, box one. But $1.60 is still pretty skinny. So I'm going to... I'm going to play an exactor here, mate. I'm going to play a trifecta, yeah. I'm going to go one to beat the eight. Rightio. I'm going to play a trifecta. One, two, eight to beat one, two, seven, eight, one, two, seven, eight. Okay. I reckon they'll... There's a couple you can rule out here. Even though, again, I talk about SP Profile, there were a couple that were under $10 in the heat, but um, uh, I do think that basically, if I can get security men beaten here, and I reckon there's a, there's a reasonable chance that it'll happen, uh, then... We're in play with this trifecta. And if you just want to have a bet in the race, I reckon Mac Rooster's over the odds again, the two. We're 50 seconds away from Dollar a start. Dollar 90, security man. He's out <laughs> on drifting. Well, he had to be. He was dollar 70 and he gets... I know he's got, the, he's got box one, but he's, you know, he didn't begin that flash. He got lost a little bit around the turn, but he has had some experience now around sale. So we go to race six at sale. The great Dan Malecki, who will be fed. He's had a chicken parmesan and also a bottle of water, so he's ready to go for the sixth, and then we'll go to a break and come back with more Sale Sundays right here on SEN Track. Support. Number one, the favourite security man has won six of its last ten. Just getting out a little bit now in the market. Still an odds-on favourite, but was $1.50 and is now at the 170 Money coming for lavish diamonds, six fifty into four eighty number eight. Dr. Archer also, $8 to six fifty has had a trim up. Mac Rooster solid at six dollars. They're the top Had four. So they're just about right. The scratching is number six. He steps, he wins. Yeah. We know that. Here it's we go. the Mafropolian Pumps final over the four forty meters. Come now out to a dollar eighty five security man number one. Need this. Last couple being boxed. Green lights on. on All Mackie. set as the lure rolls. Security man should beat him out for speed. Favourite really. drawn one, security man. They might come across that boy, Very quickly from the oh, inside great. to lead over. out. See you later. From in second was Pay the Prince. Thanks then came Smoke Cut. and Zag. Railing Mac Rooster getting a nice run through. Wider out was Dr. Archer. Just a little check for Lavish Diamond. Dropping back with White Pahu. Can't get security beat. man led two lengths up to the turn. From Pay the Prince, Dr. Archer. Then Mac Rooster. But it's security man what nicely clear in the straight. And here's another win coming. Coming up, four security man. He wins it by four. Second pay the prince from Dr. Archer. The then came Mac Rooster. Uh, next in would have been Smoke and Zag with Lavish Two Diamond. And my Pahu. 24.85 the time. Not, not if you were with Utab. It was uh, a dollar thirty. Too good. I can't scratch myself here. I need to finish very, very strong. Only seven races. So we're nearly through the program that we will be covering here, but there's still more fun to come. The J-Bond quiz maybe after the break, which we're going to right now. If you want to catch up on any of our previous shows, jump on the SEN app and search Sale Sundays, which is in the thrill of the chase section. Sale Sundays will continue straight after this short sabbatical. Live around Australia on SEN Track, you're listening to Sale Sundays. Sale Sundays, Grey's Bistro, open for takeaway at the Sale Greyhound Club. 
Sale Sundays, uh, comfortable lounge, playtime trackside and uh, great racing as well. Uh, literally haven't got the cans on yet from uh, coming back from outside. That's, uh, oh, I'm, I'm really not as fit as I should be, Poppy. Uh, you're not? How come? Uh, I, 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 I was very fit once upon a time. Um, yeah, look, <laughs> actually, it's actually true. I, I don't go to the gym. I don't, I'm, I don't do running because I've said this before on... Maybe on sale Sundays on a lot of platforms. <laughs> this sounds harsh, but I know a lot of people who run. They look terrible. Right. They look te- like they honestly nothing comes off them, and they're running. And you say, "Oh, they, yeah, I've been running five k's a day," and I'm like, "It's not. It's not doing, not doing much. you any good. No, 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 no. Fair enough. I, look, I've been pretty slack myself, but um, yeah, this this lockdown does yeah put you into a corner, and where drinking seems to be the only one out. I tell you what. I tell you what. When you're working from home too. <laughs> Like when you just when you're in a bit of a flat spot, you just think to yourself, I might just go and check the fridge for the fifteenth time. Yeah. Uh, I, I just in case I missed something from the previous fourteen goes, I'll just I might have a go at the pantry now and just just see what's in there as well. And if there's yeah. nothing there, I might just duck across the IGA and get myself uh, a giant packet of chips. I reckon, you, I reckon yeah. that'll get me through the rest I'll of tell the, you day. What, by the I time, love chocolate. Yeah. By the time the next Olympics comes along, if Australia hasn't pushed hard for beer pong. Uh, and to win gold medal, then I'll be very surprised. Honestly, the way we're going, yeah, it won't be many. It won't be many. Mate, yeah. we will be the best drinking country going around. Uh, uh, Tomo's saying chocolate, yes, and also will Mitchie Bay become Rowan Browning and the best 100-metre sprinter? There's a chance. Well, he's quick. You know what? If they brought in the vertical leap, you're a hope. Just a vertical leap. What? 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 Like, imagine commentating the vertical leap. Here it comes. Uh, big off his. Uh, what calves? He's. Uh, well, they, well, they had the rock wall climbing, which was a bit unusual. Yeah, I, I don't mind that. I'm, I'm, the rock wall, and and I think we're doing break dancing in Paris. So break dancing is going to be a sport in Paris. Well, I was telling you the one thing I wanted to try and do was that uh, course. What was it called? The the Ninja Warrior. Ninja Warrior. Mm. I'd be very keen to give that. I reckon you'd be good at it, and CrossFit, like I say. As um, unfortunately, Poppy has passed away, and uh, uh, I have written a short obituary for the Popolenko, and it Uh-oh. says uh, was a great man, loved Italy a lot, and uh, I'd like to bestow to his son um, some wonderful quotes that he wrote when he was over in Europe, and uh, uh, we really enjoyed his company. He was, he was a great man. Uh, uh, thanks very say, much. Can I just say that the three should be winning here based on the name yeah. uh, at. Mandura, it's called Schnaps Tonight. <laughs> schnaps Tonight. Perfect. And you said... Schnaps, no, schnaps Tonight. No, schnaps Night. Rock the breaker down. Schnaps Night. Schnaps. Oh, yeah. It ha- mate, it has got to be an omen, doesn't it? You mentioned it before. Yeah. Uh, you know what schnaps it's time for? He's gone straight to the front, too. You know, you know what it's time for? Schnaps Night. Oh, we watch Schnaps Night? Come on, son. It's time for the J Bomb Quiz. <laughs> Jason Bonington considers himself a champion quiz master. From his appearance on Temptation, it is time for the J-Bond Quiz with your quiz master, Rob Popplestone. Oh, uh, well, here we go. J-Bond, just on that particular night when you're on Temptation, what were the contestants like? Tell us a little bit about the contestants you're up against. Uh, I was up against, on night one, uh, it's all a bit of a blur, but night one I was up against two sort of middle-aged women and I came out of the gate I came out of the boxes, honestly. There wouldn't be a quicker beginner in the country. 
but but I was answering answering them right and right. I'd had fifteen coffees, bit nervous, yes. and I was just going, "Yep, no, seven, bon banger, just smashing." Said so I wasn't going anywhere, and like I wasn't smashing away. But they were just looking at me, going. I don't think there's going to be anybody else answering questions. He's just, he might end up on minus 70 or he might end up were just that, smashing Were you us. that confident going in? Like, were you as confident no, I've, as you I've, are in studio here? I've told you this. I wasn't, that wasn't in my mindset. I was going through a time in life where I wasn't very confident. So, oh, okay. I was, like, I was uh, – this was part of me challenging myself. Is there a tape of J-Bond's appearance of Temptation somewhere? There, there is a VHS somewhere, but I don't know. It'll be recovered as, as part of a, a massive Royal Commission of some kind, Tomo. Um, so – I wasn't uh, the swaggerer that I am now. And I, I think I might have said this before, but one of the grand... So you're in the, the green room because they take five days in one day um, just mm-hmm. to have a peek behind the curtain. And one of the grand champions was there as a substitute. So he wasn't, he wasn't one of the people that were going to be on, but he'd already been on and won like 24 nights in a row. And we're all in the green room answering the questions for the other people's tape, taping episode or the episodes that are being taped, and he's just getting everything right. And I'm thinking, if I have to go out with him, I am going to – I'm going to fake a seizure. I'm, well, I'm, I'm going to do something. I'm, I'm going to ensure that I don't have to be on this show. Um, but fortunately, he wasn't involved and uh, I, was able to get, I was able to get the nod on night one. And then – but it was night two that was the kicker, as mentioned. I got the eight, the $8,000 worth of uh, – with the prizes, which I, That's gold, which I yeah. went, went out and bought a computer and, a, and some white goods and, and all. Yeah. Nice. And blew a bit of it on the punt. Yeah. yeah. All right. Here we go. Quiz time. You ready? You yes. ready, uh, itch, uh, eBay as itch, well? Yep. Here we go. <laughs> How many anchors did the Titanic have? I'll say f- eBay. J- uh, Four? No. None? Higher. One. Mitch, higher. Is it higher than four? No. It's two or three, mate. (laughs) Two. Higher. Give it a break. I always knew this, so the Titanic had three anchors. (laughs) That's correct. (laughs) Question to start here. Now, on Seinfeld, which movie was stolen from the smelly car? Oh, I know, I know Seinfeld inside out, and, I'm, and I can't actually recall oh, no. this. Oh, you will that. remember this film as soon as it's said. Which film was was stolen? two word name? The second word is the same as the first word. It's not Rochelle Rochelle, is it? It is. Oh. <laughs> Rochelle, Rochelle. You know what Rochelle Rochelle was? It, it was the story of one girl's uh, erotic uh, uh, yes. journey from Milan to Minsk. Mm. Yeah. Uh, which band started off as the polka? Tolk Blues Band. Polka Tolk Blues Band. And the, the, you, unless you're very good, you're not going to get. The, I was very surprised. Well, I barely listen but, to music, so you've got but a famous something. A, a famous heavy metal band. Just, I, I, I actually do think I know this. Okay. Polka Tolk Blues Band. Am I on the right track if I say Ozzy Osbourne? Well, you're on the right track. Black Sabbath. Yes. Oh, I had it. Very good. I'm special. Yeah. Yeah. We what know drugs? That. And there's a number of them. What drugs are derived from the poppy plant? Jason. Poppy residence, poppy plant. Well, uh, all opiates, aren't they? So, uh, well, her- uh, heroin's from poppy, isn't it? Yes, heroin. Um, morphine? Morphine is. Yes. Yeah. How many more have I got to get? Three more there are. Uh, give, me the, give me the first letter for all of them. O. Poppy. O. Well, not... Uh, 
Oh, not just opiate, is it? Yes, opium. Yeah, yeah. opium. Opium, like morphine, opium. heroin. C. Well, it's not cocaine. That's from the coca leaf or something like that. Mm. So it might be... Uh, no, I'll leave that one go. Codeine. Yes. And P. Paracetamol. Papaverine. That's what I said. Uh, I just <laughs> mispronounced exactly. it. I mispronounced it. Not bad. Uh, I'll give it half a mark. Boys, what tragedy took place April 15, 1912? That was the... Would this go back to an earlier question? It does. Titanic. Yeah, sinking of the Titanic. There you go, boys. That's it. Five. I reckon it went well, Jay Bond. Yeah, yeah, I hung in there. You know, you know what? I just I, I stayed close enough so that I could. Yeah. I didn't lead out of the boxes, but I, yeah. I stayed close enough that I could dominate after that, uh, which I'm pretty happy about to be honest. Because uh, when you have that big stinger come up, and there's questions asked about your time with Ed Phillips and Lavinia Nixon, you just don't want to let the fans at home down. You don't want to let them down. And you didn't. And by the time we get to Sale, we you know we we want the reputation to continue to build. Peacock, do you understand? Yeah, I know we do. And I'll tell you what, if we find a $220 voucher at sale, we'll split it 110 each. <laughs> uh, boys, I've got news for you. No, it's going to we'll, be split we'll, three ways. No, I was going to say we'll split it 100 and then we'll give Poppy his 20 bucks back. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> Are we going to have – have you got your news straight after this break? I believe so. All right, we'll have Mitch's news straight after this break. You are listening to Sale Sundays. One more race to go on our broadcast, but make sure you keep watching. There's plenty to go. Late start at sale. Four minutes away. Um, quickly tip – uh, and the next I'm on the four, taking notes. Yeah, I reckon thylacine's the best value, but I'm, I'm going nowhere at the moment. Let's go to our break, come back, and we'll squeeze in race seven before we get Mitch's news. Live around Australia on SEN Track, you're listening to Sale Sundays. Sale Sundays, Grey's Bistro, open for takeaway at the Sale Greyhound Club. And they're racing. Getting out smartly was room to boom. Going up the tackle, it, however, was taking notes into the back straight. Taking notes. Just got a bit of a check soon after. And sprinting forward was Thylacine to go to the lead. Got three in front from McLinden in second spot. Then came Patience Pays. Next, the inside room to boom from Adalia Daisy. Uh, well back taking notes from Armstrong Bobby. And then came Javiel Talia. Thylacine in front. Rounds the turn two clear of McLinden getting through. But Thylacine, who said they were extinct? Thylacine wins three lengths. Second in taking notes has been a match. You still in the quarter? No. I shut my mouth if I were you. That's only a suggestion. You can do whatever you want. You can keep talking if you like, but I'm not going to ask you to catch you, am I? I might. No, I doubt it. But that, that, I find like, hey, I'm going to scratch myself. I did say that was my best value of the night. Yeah. Um, I should have. Uh, uh, but I, to be fair, needed a couple of things to go right. It did. Uh, I thought I was on there with taking notes. Are you in a newsy mood? What? A newsy mood, like like talking about news and stuff. Oh, Are yeah. you in that kind of mood? Yeah, kind of. Because it's time for the news with our resident Greyhound newsbreaker, Mitch Peacock eBay Showtime Ibia. <laughs> oh dear! Is this music? Are we going to continue this music the whole yeah. way through? Yep. Away you go. Uh, and now with sport, particularly Greyhound Racing, which will be it. All right. Uh, G-Week has issued a stern warning in relation to the practice of pin firing, but two of New South Wales leading trainers claim it is a practice long gone out of favour within the industry. 
What uh, is pin firing? Pin is firing? Is like blistering? Is it? Yeah, I believe so. I'm not okay. uh, I don't know. The, I didn't really read too much into or research into too much what it was, but I believe it is similar to the blistering sort of thing. Hey, mate, Brian Naylor let the other people go and do the research, okay? You're the, you're the news breaker. You're the reader, so you don't, you don't, you don't need to know. No, uh, no, I'm just telling you, you stand strong. You're not very tall when you stand up, but you stand strong regardless. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Gee CEO Steve Griffin said on Tuesday that allegations of greyhounds being pin-fired are deeply concerning. He said the practice has been prohibited in New South Wales since 1997, but Premier trainers Jason McKay and John Dart both believe the treatment has never been popular and neither would be willing to use such methods. I'm aware of the odd few being done in the old, old days, McKay said, uh, but it, I've been in industry all my life and have never used that therapy. I've found it... It is always best to spell, get heat into the area by other methods, and then give the dog plenty of time to recover. Um, dart back those sentiments. I would, I would not have seen a dog that has been pinfired for more than 30 years. He said, and in the 50 oh. years of being in greyhound racing, I've never had the need to do that. Uh, he believes that sand track racing and much better rearing methods have uh, done away with the problem in greyhounds that could have been temp- could have tempted old time methods like pin firing. Shin soreness is not a problem we face much these days. Dart said. I've never, I've never heard of pin firing. Yeah, I've, I, I don't hear too much about it, but I've heard the phrase used a few times. Okay. Um, as about half the field gallops at Cranbourne there, Joe Bond. Yeah, uh, oh, don't talk down harness racing. Just stick to the news, could you please, mate? I am. Yeah, right. Uh, the mediation between GRV and the Victorian Greyhound Owners, Trainers and Breeders Association has passed three weeks, and in the next seven days there should be a tangible resolution proposed. Uh, whether the GOTBA is content with GRV's offer remains to be seen, but the levels of Victorian prize money will come under even greater scrutiny next week when oversee- oversight of average prize money across the nation is published without group race prize money factored in. That is, no Melbourne or Australian Cup cash, no million dollar chase, no golden Easter egg, Brisbane or Perth Cups, for example. Group racing is a high benchmark which every participant aspires to get involved in, but the reality is that week-to-week racing is the bread and butter which is, which sustains all. Stay tuned. And finally, the Integrity Unit of GRV is investigating the unauthorised export of greyhounds overseas. Mm. News Corp has learned that in recent weeks, racing authorities in Victoria and other states have ramped up investigations amid concerns that a collection of greyhounds have been exported overseas without... Greyhounds Australasia, which is GA, approval. On Wednesday, Shane Gillard, GM of Greyhound Racing Victoria's Integrity Unit, confirmed the News Corp that an active investigation is underway. Um, On other news headlines, uh, it's been a good week at sales Sundays for the locals. Uh, Durhaman Greyhound trainer Jenny Gill grabbed the Quinella in the 440-metre maiden final on on sale on Sunday night. Um, Gill's dogs, Desley and Crossfire. Crossfire or... Pinfire. Pinfire, yeah. yeah. Um, finished first and second, respectively. Ronnie Winter has been in good form lately with both Dr. Archer and Max Rooster, giving Ron a double for Sunday night. Hot Shana, trained by Yvonne Andrews at Kilmarnie, claimed a third victory from five starts when winning last night at Cranbourne. Uh, victory Chase, trained by Adrian Smith uh, at Longford, never looked like being beaten taking out race eight, a 520 mixed grade four and five by three lengths. Earned the answers, absolutely airborne at the moment. Couldn't get the job done at Bendigo the other day, mm-hmm. but uh, won. Tell you who won a Bendigo Cup once. Landmark. Landmark. Yep. 
Mm. Uh, yeah, so Big then odds. the answers. We <laughs> won the 5.15 sale to Sandown final uh, on Saturday night. And in Warrigal on Saturday, Shot Fossil won a 460-metre event for Ray Floyd at Cobain's, while Fab Rocket, trained by Jenny Holden at Longford, won a 400-metre grade five. And then it still keeps going. Tigalong Tonk. Yes. The king. Won the other day. Uh, he's a superstar. Seven he, years old, Tigalong Tonk, isn't he? He is an absolute superstar. They said his retirement to stud has been put on delay. Uh, Tigalong Tonk's career record, 85 starts for 40 wins, 29 placings, 688,000. Um, yeah, they said he planned to be retired or to run the Speed Star Series. No, not retiring many times soon. And I tell you what, he doesn't slow down at all, this dog. Beat Aston Rupi the other day. So um, the talk about him going to stud is happening because I was twice approached about it last week, uh, Grenfell said. And I tell you what, he is a dog that may not have been someone that most people would look at going to, but I think he just demands the respect of Tigger. Winning. Yeah, yeah, Tonky, yeah, yeah. absolutely. Um, but he's just, Tom- yeah, he's tough. He just keeps well, ra- They always say with uh, racing animals that their will to win and that that it is passed down in the genetics, and, like, Tigalong Tonk's got it. The endurance, sure. the durability, um, box speed. Does box speed get get get, get trailed down in the genetics? Uh, yeah, it does, Fernando Bale. There you go. Beautiful box speed pass. There's down. a lot to like about Tigalong Tong, and he won't cost much again. Nope, you wouldn't have thought. And uh, he's been a fantastic race dog. So that's the news. Hey, well done. Yeah, well done, uh, Rich. Uh, in relation to that gob tour and GRV, I, you know, I know we talked about offers, but the the more I talk to trainers, the more I think they're becoming a little bit disenchanted, and the the, the, the whispers of a strike are actually starting to they're starting to get a bit of. Yeah, a bit of volume. You're on social media. You might have seen the little post yesterday, I think. I, I, I've been told about it. I actually haven't popped on and had a look, but yeah. apparently it was pretty scathing. Yeah, <laughs> I think I, I didn't read what it was. I just heard someone, share, yeah. I saw someone shared something to do with Gopta. Yeah. It's it's a it's a most interesting situation, isn't it? Because it it feels like, yeah, I, 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 I'm too remote from it potentially, but I, it does feel like uh, there should be, you know, common ground and resolution points, and we heard from uh, we heard from Louise Martin last week, and she was, I, I think, you know, her um, her talking about Robbie Britton and what he's taught. It feels like there's there's some sort of closeness there, but it, it, um, it's interesting. I, mean, I sometimes in negotiations, I've never been. You would have been in these, Poppy. Like sometimes with these high level negotiations, is it, it, it does it become a point where you just say? Look, this is the thing that I'm just not willing to give up. And then when two parties have something very similar that they're not willing to give up, that's where it gets difficult. Yeah, I think it comes down to the negotiators. Do you know what I mean? I think that the, the, the maybe the mistake that was made initially was a, it was a personal. It became personal very quickly. Um, in professional second, I, so I sort of think that put um, any negotiations on on the on the back burner. I think. Um, yeah, well, look, I guess it's any negotiation. We, we do it every day, don't we, with our partners or whatever. You, you, you've, uh, there's some things you're not willing to shift ground on and others that, hey, listen, why not? If it's for the greater good, then let's find some common ground. I, I think there is some common ground between the two parties that needs to be found, I, I think. I, I, might, I made a decision a few years ago, going uh, maybe five or six years ago, uh, you know, you come to a, a fork in the road of your career and life. Do you do, do you do you go down one road or another? And I probably there could have been, uh, you know, you go down the leadership, you know, a, a sort of administrative path. Yep. And I just thought I don't want to get involved in that. But the more I look at it, 
Um, and I'm not saying anyone's not great, and it's easy to look at the situation, and it's easy to poke holes without knowing the situation, whether it be the state, federal government, or, or um, yeah, racing administrators, or whoever it might be. But you just look at – sometimes you see things and you just think, I'd, I feel like I'd know how to work that situation yes. out. Yeah. Uh, as I'm sure you do, Poppy. Now, we're going to do – I've just – while that's been going, I was listening intently to the news, but I've also written the fast talking questions. So for the 18th time today, Tomo, can you play the stinger? Now on Sale Sundays, it's time for Fast Talking. With your host, J-Bomb, Poppy. Yes, indeed. Best footy side scene? Uh, Brisbane. The Brisbane of the early 2000s? Yeah, yeah, yeah agree. The, the triple premiers, that's the best side I've seen. Song that played at your wedding? Uh, shit, which one was it? Which wedding? Um, <laughs> let's uh, go for the second wedding. We yeah. had um, Elvis played three songs for us in the wedding chapel in Las Vegas. Uh, it was, so uh, he's alive? Uh, yeah, he was alive. Oh, and he was amazing. definitely in the building. I'm just trying to think. They all had the word love in it. So it was burning love. Um, what other songs have got the word love in it? Uh, like Elvis Presley. One was a, a, quite a romantic song. As we walk down the aisle, uh, if it has love in the title and it's not romantic, I'd be quite, I'd be, I'd be yeah. mildly concerned, Poppy. Um, best trainer, best trainer you've seen of any of the three codes? Uh, I'm, I'm a big fan of Lloyd Kennerwell, so he's, he's a young up and comer, and I really like him a lot. There's a few. He can be a bit divisive, Lloyd, but um, he's got a friend in you. That's a song somewhere. This is where it starts to get a bit tricky Uh-oh. because people might get upset with this. Who's your best mate? Um. Look, it's tread, tread warily here, my yeah, friend. It's, it's, it's probably a toss-up. So I've, I've got my best female mate, obviously my <laughs> wife, and my best my best male mate is Gee, that um, my brother. Yeah, that's beautiful, actually. That is that is beautiful, but if you uh, said, said that word a bit quicker, yeah. Um, and uh, and 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 Tomo says, shouldn't it be Bond Banger? Oh, look, I, am I offended? Close, yes. Close Will I move on? Did for you know now? we were laughing out there, Poppy? No. You said it's a toss-up. Yeah, it sounded like it sounded something a little bit different <laughs> yeah. from over there. <laughs> okay. Now you're you're a known name dropper. So who's the most famous person you've met? Uh, apart from yeah. Elvis, of course. Who was you know? I I, I would be dubious that that wasn't in fact yeah. the real man. No, it was it was Muhammad Ali's obviously the most famous I've met. Jeez, uh, I wouldn't mind I wouldn't mind getting yeah. a bloody top ten from you uh, to be honest. Yeah. Did you actually pay for Dan's Palmer? Dan, pay for what? Dan Malecki's meal. I just want to I just uh, want to clarify that again. Uh, no, no, it was uh, put on the manager's. Yeah, account. okay. Um, uh, who was it? Andre Agassi? Yes, that's good. Yeah, yeah. small little ball. One man. on one interview with uh, Andre Agassi. Yeah, that's uh, um, that goes up. Uh, Did you say you met Jamal Garouge as well? Uh, no, I didn't. No, my brother gave no. him a hug after he won gold at, uh, at Athens in 2000. And what would that have been? 2004. Yes. Uh, something. This is a good one. Something about Hutch we wouldn't know. About Hutch. Mm. About Hutch. Who's Hutch? About the, the, the man, the, the Lord, the Messiah, the, um, the, the God of SEN, Hutchie. Oh, about Hutch. Uh, He's trying to pretend uh, he doesn't know him. Oh, yeah, well, uh, who's Hutchie? Hutchie uh, yeah, no, Hutch, Hutch, Hutch. Something Hutch, we wouldn't yeah. know, maybe. Um, look, I'm not sh- sure. I, look, my, his, his car's not always as clean as it should be. Yeah, I, I, he's not on his da- on his Pat Malone there. Uh, what age did you pull? I wonder whether it's ever happened. What age did you pull up the party boy days when you were really when you were really uh, working the tiles hard? Uh, what am I now? Fifty seven. I think it'd be fifty five and a half. No, I reckon fifty two. <laughs> 
That sounds a lot like me. I think I'll still be going at 57 if indeed I have survived. And most importantly, uh, will we be renewing sale Sundays when the current contract expires? Yeah, most likely, I'd say. Yes, I thought so, because we're killing it. That's why. Hey, but hopefully, hopefully we can get some people back to the track. Yeah. Hey, yeah. Hey, um, have you checked your quaddy approximate too, Jay Bond? Because you're still going for the quaddy approximates at the moment. I'll oh. check it. He loves to check it. He loves to check in a proxy, the kid. So you've had a hundred dollars, and you've got seventy percent of these figures. Mitch, right. you want to go through them? Yep. Now your last leg, Jay Bon, mm-hmm. was numbers three, six, and seven. Three, six, and seven. You got two hundred and forty-nine clams. Hundred percent of that. Hundred twenty-five. Yeah. Or two hundred fifty-five. I can't believe you left the four out. Roses, honey. It's not. It's not massive. It's not going to beat me in the trial here for the World no. Cup. I'll, I'll do my best work when uh, when we're really firing. But it will be a result any which way if I actually get it. Yep. Once again, that's probably going to be my downfall coming the World Cup. The quaddies. Yeah. True. True. Actually, you've, you've drifted big time because there's quaddies involved. Um, how did we go in stay long, staying alive for six? We did. You, no, you're still alive because you had numbers eight, one, and four for the first three races. Yep. So you've got six in this next leg. Uh, then one and two, so we'll be off air after this. I'm not sure how, how our timing is going, but this next race, the last leg of the quaddie is due to run right on close-up time, 7:59. Yes, we will be we'll be gone, so we'll be uh, we'll be shutting down in about a minute and a half. Uh, hey, Poppy, uh, it's going to be a while until we actually uh, ca- can go out there. And uh, how are you going to how are you going to spend before we let you go? Uh, this little bit of time before while regional uh, Victoria's in lockdown. What, 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 what are you planning to do? Look, I'm going to walk a hell of a lot more. So this week I've got a few days off. So um, we've got a uh, seven or eight k walk that we do on a daily basis, me and Mrs. Pop. And so we'll be doing that a few times because I actually have, you know, I, I had I, I had a few drinks last night and I thought to myself, come on, come on, Pop, pull yourself together. I bought a bottle of wild turkey. <laughs> and um, how much is left? Well, I was about to say, I wonder how much is uh, left. Uh, well, what happened was I had the uh, the grandson's first birthday, so we went out for lunch. We, we we even though everything closed down at one, we changed the twelve o'clock booking to eleven thirty. I just had two beers and a glass of red at the lunch, and then I had a bottle of wild turkey ha- at home. And there's still, uh, I reckon, half an inch left. Au revoir, Pop. Au revoir, Peacock. Hey, boys. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au. Predict Australia's score with a crystal ball. And it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Mackers, together and loving it. TNCs apply.